0: Hello, Super Johnny! Hello, Super Trevor! It's me, Mario! Woohoo! Mamma mia! You guys, you're number one! Woohoo! See you in my games! Ha ha!
1: Last time, on Retro Blist! Trevor. Trevor. What? Sanchez Trevor, it's it's happened again. We're in a hospital, I think.
0: Oh, did we walk out in front of that bus? We
1: did, we did. We're idiots. Oh, man, you know what? Thanks to the fans that we have, I feel like we can get out of this hospital again, and this time I vow we will not get hit by that bus. We're getting across that street. All right, here we go. I'm going to open this automatic door, I'm going to wave at it Alright, let's do it, let's just walk out of the hospital right. Don't need to be discharged, right? Hey, there's the bus, you see yeah. it? Yeah, okay, just wave for it 3, 2, two run, you ride! <laughs> okay We made it across <sighs> Whew. Well, well wow, that was close, that bus, I think the back of my heel touched it You know, I just realized, we
0: could have waited for the rod- lot to turn red and walked.
1: Well, well, that's whatever. how we learned That's how we learned Well, now it's time for us to come up with some new inventions Let's, I guess, where's your car at? Oh, uh, you turned it into a remote control car and blew it up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. I
0: guess we got to wait on the bus. <laughs> All right, let's wait on the bus. <laughs> the bus that hit us. Who's 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 that? Who's that shady looking guy over there with the... Hey, you two, come over here. Oh, he's got a he's got a shank in his hand. <laughs> a what? A sharp knife thing. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what they're called. The
2: boss says we need to give you a talking to.
1: Boss? Who's your, who's your... boss? Yeah.
2: I think you guys know him well. Bubsy.
1: Bubsy?! Bubsy? No we, sir. No, uh, please don't. No. We hate uh, Bubsy. Get over here. No. Oh! Oh! he's beating me up! Tell Bubsy to go oh, away. Don't shank me with that knife! Oh nobody, nobody likes Bubsy. You tell him that Oh I've been shanked. Oh. So violent. Shanked high. Oh I'm shanked high
0: noon in here. Yeah. Oh Johnny, uh, yes. I have your I have your left elbow here. Do yeah. you you give me my right thumb and we'll
1: trade. I don't like this plan at all. Uh, uh, what if instead, since he kindly left us our ears, we listened to a podcast? Which one? Retro, Retro Blist. Blist. Welcome to, possibly one of the last ever, episodes of Retro Blist. I am one of your hosts, I am Jean A. Townsend. With me, as always, is Trevor Franklin. And today we brought in a special guest, we spared nay an expense, uh, Derek Franklin. Yep,
2: I'm here, I'm back with food this time. That's oh, a, yeah. Again,
1: again. That's <laughs> oh, right, so oh, stay oh. tuned later, at the end of this episode, we're going to be trying some treats from... The great uh, state of England. <laughs> it's yes, a the state, right? The county of England? Yeah, the uh, county, well, the principal th- of England.
2: To be fair, I have a hard time discerning the difference between the England and the UK, so we're just going to go of all UK. and uh, Yeah. I don't know. If Ireland or Scotland voted to get out, then we'll just, so be it. Yeah, yeah we I, don't know that if stuff. If I'm being
0: honest, and don't record this part.
1: Okay, I'll, let, me, let me hit the button.
0: Click. Okay, whenever people say UK, I'm like, I have to think in my head, are they talking about England, or what are they talking about?
2: I think we're we're just getting England and Scotland for the most part, Wales well, yeah. stuff like that. Okay.
1: So we're just saying we're ignorant, right? Well, yeah. Why are we eating food from the UK? That's a great question. Because why are we doing We're covering a gang by Rare. Oh, and they're from the UK. Oh, okay. I see why we did it. <laughs> yep. It's a
2: stretch, but we got there. Yep.
1: Uh, so uh, stay tuned at the end of the episode. We're going to do that at the very end. Uh, We don't even know all the stuff that Derek brought. He wouldn't show us everything. Yeah, Yeah,
2: there's a secret bag that has some of the better items.
1: (laughs) We're kind of scared about this. But, hey, uh, we thought it was such a blast for the Australian episode. We're going to do it again. Why not? So, Trevor, the game by Rare. This has to be a heavy hitter. Am I right? Actually, you are this time. (laughs) So, we covered
0: the second best-selling game of 1995. The
1: high selling non pack in game for the Super Nintendo. Oh, Trevor, sorry, I hate to interrupt okay. you. This episode of Retro Bliss is brought to you by At Games. That's right. At Games. Why? Because you don't even have to make a good game at At Games. At Games. So at at Games. Be, they they we're the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sponsor us. We're on the same level as AtGames. We games. look get them as a sponsor when we have one episode left. <laughs> we look up to them. That's how That's how blow poor we are. <laughs>
0: So what, what do y'all think would be the second best-selling game of 95?
2: 95? Um, well, I know the answer because we just played it. But what was the first? Uh, this was the first? What you was said this was the second best. The second best-selling of 95. So what, what was else? the first best of yeah, 95?
1: The PlayStation. The first best. First best.
2: What's the first Not the best? Y'all be
1: entertaining for a second. <laughs> we can't do that. What's the first best game of 95? So did he say that this game?
2: This game that we still haven't mentioned is the second best <laughs> Okay. Selling.
1: So there's one one game beat it out.
2: In 95. Know, Y'all guess what, else, what that is.
1: Because uh, I
2: don't know what else know came what out in 95.
1: Guess. That That's the PlayStation 1, right? Maybe it was a PlayStation game.
2: Yeah, but I would think it's too early in the life cycle to be better selling than this.
1: Crash Bandicoot, that's I'm my guess. I'm a little guess.
2: disappointed if this is accurate.
1: Spyro
0: 2. So in 96, it's pretty easy to guess. Mario 64. Okay. But yeah. 95, the year this game came out, Mortal Kombat 3. That makes it, sense. That
2: came out yeah. for multiple systems and stuff. So yeah. probably, yeah. I think it did at least.
1: Yeah, it did, and uh, and to be fair, that's probably when Mortal Kombat had a lot of hype behind it too. Yeah. Well,
2: I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but this is already ten times better than that game.
1: Ooh. Because the second best selling game of ninety five was Donkey Kong Country Two. Diddy's Cone Quest. That is right. This is a game that Trevor I'm gonna say Derek, uh are in love with. <laughs> And have been for some time. Yes. And uh, I'm really shocked because I, honestly, for the longest time, I didn't know two people could play this game because for whatever reason, when I was over y'all's house growing up, we never played this game. You know what I think it is?
0: What? The game came out in 95, so realistically, we probably got it maybe 96 or something. Yeah. When did Goldeneye come out? Oh. 96 or 97? It came out in
2: 96. Uh, It was probably, yeah, I think it was the next Christmas that we got Goldeneye.
0: Because when Johnny was over, that is all we played because it was three player. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That is fair. That and we didn't like Johnny. Let's that's, be that's also fair. But
1: So, yeah. And nothing has changed.
0: <laughs> so, we covered Donkey Kong Country quite a while back, and I waited for this day <laughs> when we would
1: cover the sequel. And we did it. And we did it just in time. Right, it's good. All right. See you guys later. All right. That's the end of the episode. And then the podcast. That's right. That's how we're going to end it. Thank you, Ad Games. <laughs> so, do y'all want to just start talking uh, nope. graphics? Graphics? Oh, let's get into it. Right. It's beautiful. Done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's about that simple, honestly.
1: Yeah. If you know what, you know that they made a big deal about how the first Donkey Kong Country game looked, rightfully so, uh this is on above that even. I would say this is even more beautiful. They tried to do more effects and stuff with this one. I remember when I first booted up the first DK DKC game and at levels raining and stuff and I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. Uh, this one does the same thing with all kinds of they throw in all kinds of stuff with this one. so I'm gonna say that if if you loved how the first one looked, this one just takes that and just makes small improvements upon it
0: mm-hmm. I would say the
1: first one stuck uh with more
0: traditional environments and it was stunning because you did you saw a jungle and it looked like a jungle. you know you saw snow and it looked like snow. This one they're comfortable enough with it they went a little zanier with the environments um so you might. Instead of just having an underwater level, it might be dark and you have lighting effects. You know, some crazier things going on. Right.
1: At one point, you're underwater and the only thing you can see is whatever this fish with the light will show you. And that's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, some pretty crazy effects. Like on the honey levels, and we'll go
0: more into the levels on gameplay, but in the levels with honey, I don't know if you notice, but there's like a honey just oozing down the front of the screen. Yeah.
1: Every time Trevor says it, I think he's just talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting
2: awkward here in the middle. Hey, honey.
0: <laughs> no, it looks like honey's just on the front of your TV screen sort of. Yeah,
1: yeah. When I'm on the front of your TV screen, right. I got you. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I think it's completely fair to say this is the best-looking Super Nintendo game ever oh, yeah. made, which I mean, it should be because it was in the last year really of the Super Nintendo's life. I would honestly
1: but It's I would honestly, and this is this is me. This is a giant turtle nerd talking. I'd put it on par and probably would, if I'm being honest, say it's better than Turtles in Time, and that's saying a lot because Turtles in yeah. Time is a flipping gorgeous game.
2: Yeah, it's not taking anything away from Turtles in Time because this has a different, a different art style. But just as far as, I mean, you could think you're watching a Lion King and be watching this game. Like it has that yeah. same smoothness to it. It as almost a, feels like a claymation. The time. Like you're watching claymation yeah. when you're playing it.
0: It's the first Donkey Kong Country. I mean, honestly, was above and beyond anything else seen on Super Nintendo. Even any even from Nintendo, like, you know, your Mario Worlds and, and Super Metroids. And then this one kind of just packs even more detail into every level. So it, there really is no... The only close equal is the first Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's so graphically, I mean, we kind of saved the best for last. I mean, I kind of feel like we've... I didn't necessarily think this growing up, because I was pretty much a Sega kid well into my teenage years. But looking back, I think the Super Nintendo have more truly great games that I love personally now than any other system that we would consider retro. And I don't think like we really gave the Super Nintendo quite enough love on this show, but I'm glad we're ending on on this one.
1: I, I don't. I kind of understand what you're saying, but we've given Nintendo tons of love. Then so yes, I'm okay yes. with it. Then yes. yes. I'm, I'm saying Nintendo in general, they've but, gotten tons of love from us. So they can just shove it.
0: (laughs) Well, Johnny chooses to be antagonistic, but I I see each system as its own thing. I don't really care who made it in this aspect. The Super Nintendo, I think, and this might be heresy to some people, I think it has more truly great games than the NES ever thought about having.
2: Yeah, I think... If, if the objective of Retro blist was to cover the greatest retro games of all time, then you missed out on the Super Nintendo. But, but we judge, judging, at your, judging at your history, the greatest was never the intent. No. no. <laughs> the greatest collection of bad games. The most to you buy
1: at games. Thank <laughs> you, sponsor. <laughs> I think my favorite
0: episodes are still the really terrible games. <laughs> yes. So. so speaking of, um, there's not much else to say about the graphics. It's that same, uh, the silicone, what is it? Something silicone something engine. You're uh, on your own here. Let you fly. It me. looks <laughs> almost like 3D or claymation,
2: like you were saying. Yeah, try to swim. Um, yeah, earlier yeah. I said this is by far the best looking Super Nintendo game. And for sure, now looking back on it, it's better looking than anything the PlayStation 1 had in its first couple of years. Like it, yeah. Even if you compare oh, yeah. this to Crash Bandicoot, of course Crash Bandicoot's 3D, but yeah. this still looks twice as good as that game does. I, I really does. recently
1: got a couple of the PlayStation 2 Crash Bandicoot's and I would dare say that this, to me, still holds up better graphically than those do.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, if you look at the indie games on the 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 Switch Arcade or the Xbox Live Arcade, any of those systems, this would still release today and be one of the best looking ones. I mean, yeah, a, oh yeah, a retro style platformer.
0: Yeah, because oh, nothing yeah. nothing's by accident. And I think uh, I don't I don't know if this is going to the gameplay, but I'll say it now because I'll forget. I think what I realized today when we were playing, maybe even more than the first Donkey Kong Country, there's nothing that's an accident. Like, there's no just, oh, I wonder what's over here. No, if you're there, it's an essential part of the level, and something's happening. Like, every square inch.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. And see, I've never... I've always loved playing the Sonic games, but I was never that big of a Sonic fan. I was fine watching them and playing Tails. Which you were Tails once a time. Yeah, it really is not an integral part of the game, the second player in Sonic. And I felt like it... There were... Two-thirds of the level you might never see if you were just running through the level at speed, especially the first few zones, but there was nothing in those parts. It was an alternate path to the end, but you wouldn't miss anything by skipping them. It was just a different way to complete it. This, if there's an alternate path, it's because there's a collectible item there or there's a secret cave there. There's something there. That's why they they put that alternate area in. And it usually didn't, you didn't miss much of the level by going that way. You had to, you had to be deposited back into the main path, but there's a lot of extra add-ins that other games just didn't have. Yeah, it's just jam-packed. I guess maybe we should move on to music because
0: it's starting to look like we're going towards gameplay now. Let's do it, music.
1: Let's uh get into it. <laughs>
0: Repeat the first Donkey Kong Country episode. A game about two apes is probably going to have pretty mediocre music.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yes. I'm going to go along with this premise. Okay. <laughs> I'll buy in. Yeah. We're all bored for this. The music in this game is awful. We're with you. It's terrible. Like, if <laughs> you remember. Did the, who did the music for this game? Oh, David Wise. Never heard of him. Never heard of him.
0: <laughs> Especially not on Retro Bliss. No. Yeah. See, I love David Wise. I mean, he doesn't know who I am, but he will soon. I <laughs> <laughs> that's the
2: creepiest thing just kidding mind. don't don't put a restraining order <laughs> yeah on he's me. going down to get a restraining order right now yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: if he listened to figure that out I would be okay with it <laughs> so yeah the, I mean I don't know if this is better than the music from the original Donkey Kong Country I think it probably is but it's just the darn top of the Super Nintendo library I mean including the big <laughs> Zeldas and Marios and Metroids and everything for me
1: There's a lot of great music in it, for sure. Uh, Some of it is still iconic, especially when it goes back to that main Donkey Kong country theme. Uh, You know, that one's always going to be great. Uh, There's a couple songs on a couple of these levels that are like the honey levels I really loved. What was that called? I wrote it down. Flight of the Zinger. Yeah, I really like that one quite a lot. So there's a couple songs in here that are very, very, very good, for sure.
2: I think what impressed me the most was the music that, as a kid, I just noticed, hey, this is cool music. I really like this music. Now it's... If you beat a level in 90 seconds, you probably didn't even hear all the music. It's no. going into another verse that you didn't even hear because it was still... It's, there's not a 30-second loop or a 45-second loop. It's a full song that, that you got to really hang out to hear all of.
0: You know, my, my one... Not to give get too much away. but one, little, one of my only complaints about this game, and I think I, I felt the same way about the new uh, the Tropical Freeze one. The music's so good... I kind of hate that going to the bonus levels restarts the song, because I want to hear the rest of the song. So I kind of sometimes almost avoid the bonus levels because I don't want to miss it. That
1: sounds like you're saying something. That sounds like when somebody says, "What's one of your faults?" and you're like, "I care too much." Yeah, <laughs> but it's legit. I'm like, oh man, the song's gonna start over yeah, now. It's not a fault though. It's not a fault at all. No,
0: but uh, Sticker Brush Symphony, I think, is kind of the fan favorite from this one. I'm not going to try to hum it, because I think the songs are more complex in this one, so they're maybe not as, like, hummable. as from the first Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Hummable, But they're very huggable.
1: Yeah. Huggable and hummable.
0: But Sticker Brush Symphony is a fan favorite. And How's then, it go? I Sticker trying. Brush Symphony. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it. Then Hot Head Bop. Hot Head Bop is, like, with all the lava levels. There's a ton of fun. dun 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 just like that. That one.
1: Yeah. That's very close. Um, we lo- just played lockjaw Lockers
2: and Tents. We just played this game for about four hours, and none of that that Trevor just sang sounded anything no. like <laughs> I heard.
0: Do you remember the Lockjaw walker song? It's like, Lockjaw! I got Lockjaw! Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do. It reminded me of that time where I got Lockjaw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the songs are almost, they have so much going on that I think uh, it is harder to pick out individual songs, but I do kind of feel like this might be might be David Wise's best Soundtrack on the Super Nintendo at least.
1: I, I kind of think that the first one has more iconic ones in it, but that's purely because it's the first Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, maybe. So it had that benefit going for it, where we just heard this amazing music coming out of that game,
0: and it was brand new at the time. And it was brand new. Yeah.
1: So uh, I think that maybe the only reason why some my and myself may be included, think that's has more music that's memorable. But that's not at all putting this down because this music is very, very good.
0: And hats off to David Wise; he could have just remixed most of the music from the first one. And And if I am
1: not wearing a hat, and it would have been good enough. That's right. I would have to find take something off. off. I don't want to do that.
0: What about my clothes? Yes. Um. So, but yeah, I don't. You mentioned the the main Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Country thing, but I don't remember anything in this one being. You know what? The end of Donkey Kong Country takes place on the pirate ship. And that's where this one starts. So I think that music does tie together. Yeah. But otherwise, it's all new. And I think Hats off to that, because he could have just remixed most of his songs and people would have been okay with it. A lot it. of people losing hats. Yeah. <laughs> but like, instead of Aquatic ambiance, you have Lockjaw's Locker, which is totally different as far as underwater theme, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, just absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe some of the, the RPGs that were really kind of all about the music, people might argue. But music is subjective, like art.
1: Oh yeah, for sure,
0: 100%. But for me, absolutely one of the best soundtracks on the Super Nintendo. Therefore, one of the best soundtracks in retro gaming, period. Uh, Because the Super Nintendo had some great soundtracks.
1: I I would put, uh, there's some I would put above it, just personally, but I would definitely say this soundtrack is very, very, very good, and I understand why you feel that way. Yeah. If it makes any sense. I
0: mean, if you can imagine growing up with this, like you grew up with Sonic 2, they're totally different, but for us, we've heard these songs like you know, as many times as we've heard Green Hills so on. Yeah,
1: just... there's plenty of tracks on Sonic, too, that I'd put above these. And in the Mario games, honestly, too. But these songs are very, very good. Like, I could definitely, uh, like, be drawing or something listening to this soundtrack. Yeah. And it'd be, I'd be just perfectly happy and content.
2: Yeah, it's, this soundtrack does an incredible job of not only fitting the game and the level, the theme of the level but also just being good music if you remove it from the game. Yeah. If it's just, you know, grocery store music, it would be mm. <laughs> some of the best you've ever heard. Where, like, uh, especially maybe Mario, it's it's iconic to us because it brings back the level in Mario, but you wouldn't necessarily, if you didn't know about Mario, enjoy that music as much. I mean, it would still be catchy little
1: tunes, but it wouldn't be just great. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but you can kind of use that for any video game music. Though. Yeah, and
2: I think this one just sets it apart at, I think Sonic's Green Hill Zone is sort of just like these. Is even if you didn't know anything about Sonic, you think, "Oh man, this is a cool song." Yeah. Where Mario, I think it's it's a lot more of it brings you back to the world of Mario. Well, also, Mario, yeah. the the
1: the very first Mario game, the music went along with what you're doing in the game. Like they purposely yeah. made yeah. it fit that what they were doing on a level. I don't feel they do that with the, these Donkey Kong Country games. No, these are way more about an atmosphere. Yeah, I was going to say about. Derek brought up a good point because
0: I really think, and I might have even read this, David Wise set out to write music, and so you could listen to it outside of the game. Even though it's on the Super Nintendo hardware, yeah, you could listen to it outside of the game because I think he set out to make good music um, that doesn't have to be game music necessarily. But it is also intentional. Believe it or not, some of the levels where you might say, this doesn't fit the level at all because I'm stressed out and this music is calming, but he said that was very much on purpose, because they didn't want to kill people, basically. Because I really do feel like the Donkey Kong Country series would be just too much to handle if the music was either irritating, grating, or too anxiety-inducing.
1: Because the uh, yeah. levels
0: get so hard, which we'll get to.
1: I'll agree with that, because there's plenty of times playing this where just playing the game itself is frustrating enough. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with you on that. So
0: I-, I think it's, oddly enough, although it could be something besides the game soundtrack, it's also
2: the perfect Donkey Kong Country 2 soundtrack. So what, what really floors me about the graphics, the, the music, uh, the gameplay sort of similar when we get into that, but that this just came out a year after the first Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Like quick to, to write the new music, make the new game, create all these levels, produce the cartridges and get it on the shelves in a year. is just something you don't see anymore. I mean, no. the triple A title now, I mean, I know that there's much more to a game now with voice acting and everything else. It takes more time, but it's just. The quality they were putting out in, mm-hmm. in what time frame would be considered a cash in nowadays. It's yeah.
1: it's very man talking out of my butt on this, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> I think it makes it a little easier. Not that I'm not knocking down the accomplishment because it's still incredible, but they already had the game engine going on. They knew they had oh, yeah. a winner in that game engine. First and how one took it looked. a lot longer. Yeah, so they could kind of build it upon that. The first one would definitely take longer. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like the NBA 2K series in that they found an engine that worked. Yeah. And then they just, each year, they just kind of made little solid uh, improvements graphically and gameplay-wise. And it's still an incredible amount of work, though, because oh, we, yeah. oh, we yeah, talked about sure. how many
0: levels there are just for somebody oh, to design all these yeah. levels and then get the assets ready. For,
1: for The one thing I really noticed in this is if you really look at the amount of content that's in this game, I'm talking uh, the levels, the characters, the music, all this stuff that they jammed into this thing, it's incredible what they put in this little cartridge.
3: Yeah,
0: It's exactly what
1: you want a sequel to be
0: because it doesn't change up the formula of Donkey Kong Country. I won't say the flow is totally the same, but it gives you more and it changes it up enough. It's exactly what you want in a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, should we get into gameplay? Let's do it. Gameplay. Let's
1: get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Yeah.
0: start of this game as with all Donkey Kong Country games thankfully there's not much story but you find out that King K. Rule has kidnapped Donkey Kong himself which we actually found out is Donkey Kong's nephew I believe.
1: The original Donkey Kong's Kong's nephew.
0: nephew. Uh, But they kidnapped him and so Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong who's the female Kong who is uh,
1: Donkey's nephew Niece, is that right? Is, is this in the, the book? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would assume so. Tell you who these characters are. All right.
2: So. I've played this game thousands of times as a kid, and then we played it just through today. And I don't remember. Was there any introduction at all to Dixie, like in the inside the game? Like I don't remember. When, I don't think so. At the so. start, Diddy walks in and finds out that Donkey Kong has been kidnapped. Yeah. And then suddenly when you start the game, oh, here's here's Dixie, by the way. Well, here's what the manual says about Dixie.
0: Uh, she can keep pace with Diddy through any sort of dangerous situation. Press and hold the Y button to make her run or climb. And then it gives a bunch of other stuff.
1: So it doesn't actually give her a little bio at all. I don't
0: think so.
2: She's Diddy Kong's girlfriend. No. Oh! oh. And Tiny Kong's older sister, according to the Mario wiki, which doesn't seem relevant. So
0: obviously we love this game growing up, but we never cared about the back stories of the characters. And, <laughs> yeah, because
2: it's not important. No.
0: No. But so you have the the main change then, gameplay-wise, I guess is you have Diddy Kong, who's exactly like he was in the first game, but Dixie Kong can swirl her hair around like a helicopter.
1: Yes. Which, in theory, is supposed to make her easier, like more novice players, or novice players <laughs> can use her, because she's more floaty, she can kind of help you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but there are plenty of times with how we play that she actually just got me killed because of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we try to play Dixie just like we always play these platformers where we hold the run button constantly. And so... It kind of throws you off a little. But yeah, she is definitely better for newbies, I would say. Because you can float over obstacles, some of them anyways.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, But I'm going to say, this game gets so hard where that's not going to matter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so in each level, um, what
0: takes place on Crocodile Isle, there's eight worlds, including the Lost World. 52 levels, which I'm pretty sure the original had roughly 30. So you're getting close to double the content. That's pretty amazing. Um there's 15 crim coins per level, which are usually hard to find. And there's only exactly enough of these crim coins for you to unlock the secret lost world, which is a lost level, basically, in each world. Uh, then there's the letters K-O-N-G, just like in the first game. It just gives you a life. Um, 100 bananas gives you a life. Yep. Banana coins, we were collecting them like crazy, thinking it didn't matter, but they're very essential in this game. You have to have coins to save your game, You have to have coins to use Funky's flights to move around between worlds. Uh, Use them to play um, this mini-game, like a quiz show mini-game where you can get extra lives. So the banana coins, I don't think you need to collect the banana coins to to 100% the game because they reset whenever you start over.
2: Yeah, when you save and quit and reload your your save progress, you lose your banana coins. So So you don't have
0: to worry about collecting them if you're just trying to 100% the game. But then you have the hero coins, which do something amazing. Do you remember what they do, either one of you? The hero coins. The big DK coins.
1: Yeah, they don't do anything.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They're bragging, right? That's, that's not exactly yeah. true, I found out. In oh. It is, but it's not. So if you, if you beat the game without collecting all the hero coins, you get one ending. Oh. If you collect all the hero coins, you get a special ending. Oh. So <laughs> they're... they're
1: uh, Does someone bake a cake? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> there isn't a cake involved. There is an explosion in a sinking right, island,
1: though. All right. <laughs> well, in the first
0: Donkey Kong Country, the ending was Donkey Kong just beating the living life out of Diddy Kong. Yeah. From what oh, I remember. Yeah, so, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what do y'all think about, you've both played Donkey Kong Country kind of recently, Harry. Huh? I, I don't yeah, know about Yeah, fairly recently. How do you think it
1: feels by comparison? Do you notice any changes? Very similar to me. Yeah. Um, the only difference would be the her, just because she can float a little bit, in my opinion. I play them both very similar. I don't really change very much up. Personally, um, to me, they're very comparable. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I think the biggest changes for me are the changes the game throws you in. Um, As far as there's the different animals you can ride, there's a a bigger variety this time that do different things. Because there's those really quick. And, yeah, that's... And I was trying to remember which ones were in the first game. I know the ostrich and the rhino, there were three in the first game, wasn't there? Ramby?
0: The ostrich isn't in this one, is he? No. So they got rid of the ostrich, and Ramby, of course, was in the first one. And I think On Guard the swordfish was in the first one for sure.
1: Yeah, I think that's the three. There. I think all the
0: rest are new. So besides Rambi, On Guard, the swordfish, you have Squawks, the parrot, who carries you and shoots uh, eggs. eggs. Radley, the rattlesnake, who might have been in the first one. I'm I'm blending them together in my head right now. But he jumps really high. or the spider, is probably the most unique one. And I remember playing him a lot in the game, and we barely have it. We missed him every time today.
1: No, I had them once. One time, yeah. And then I thought I could jump on creatures with them, and you can't do no. that.
0: <laughs> but he shoots
2: spider's webs to
0: take enemies out and to create platforms. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's weird how just having the animal changes from a, a run and jump platform to you creating your own platforms and bouncing off of them like trampolines. It's, it's a huge change for, it's not an optional part of the game, but it's such a small part of the game, but it, it changes it a lot to the oh, yeah. variety. Oh, yeah.
0: Then the other two are really just, uh, you don't control them, they just help you out. Clapper the seal. Uh will basically turn hot water cold. He turns regular water into ice apparently, which uh I don't think we got to that today. Glimmer the angler fish lights up your way in dark areas. So I think still though, Rambi the Rhino is my pick because oh, you're, yeah. you're a tank. I mean yeah. you feel awesome
1: when you're Rambi. He's the best one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the parrot I mean he's essential for certain levels, but it is just the controls are Floaty like an uncoordinated parrot. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a, a tough rhino like Rambi. He's yeah, he's, he's a weak little parrot, and he shows it.
0: As far as enemies, we don't need to go through all of them, but maybe y'all can tell me about some I, of your least favorites.
2: I'll just say that I feel like it's been a while since I played the first Donkey Kong Country, but I feel like there's a much better variety in, in this yeah. game. Like I feel like late in Donkey Kong Country, they were throwing just a lot of the same enemies you'd already seen at you, where this, you're still getting new enemies 10 and 20 levels into the game.
1: Uh, I think my the ones I hate the most are the ones that came back from the first one, and that's those uh, zingers. Yeah,
2: the bees. Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. So hate there's 25 them.
0: standard enemies in Don't Kill Country, too. That's yeah. a lot of variety. The zingers, like Johnny said, Neeks, which are just vultures that charge at you. <laughs> those are my least favorite. Oh, yeah. Never
1: <laughs> mind. I'm changing mine to those. I hated those. <laughs> things. My least
0: favorite might be the Clobbers, who look like barrels, and you walk up to them and then they knock you off the stage. Yeah.
2: Um,. Yeah. Yeah, especially they have the same clobbers except with dynamite in them. I don't know if they consider that a separate... Oh, yeah, they're they're, they're kabooms. Kabooms,
0: yeah. (laughs) Then you have all the underwater fish and different things like that. Uh, Some interesting new ones are the cloak characters, and they just throw random stuff at you. But sometimes it's good stuff. Yeah, you never know if it's good or bad. Yep. Cutlass is interesting. He's a little pirate with two giant cutlass swords. Um, Caddo Ninetales is weird. He looks like... A reject
2: character from Bubsy, or eat the cat, or eat the cat, yeah. <laughs> and he can launch you up. He's just really weird. Yeah, like if you if you run into him from the front, he grabs a hold of you and spins you and throws you in the air to help you get special items or a a bonus stage. But if you run into his back, his tails get you and kill you. Yeah.
0: There's six bosses in the game, and except for the first one, which is pretty darn easy, they I think people's one complaint with the first game is the bosses are easy and kind of pushovers. That is not the case now. No. Um, starting with boss two, they're pretty darn tough.
1: Yeah. And, and on top of that, you never know how many hits they're going to take. No. Like if this is your first time playing through this game, they're not all just a three hit trick pony. So I'm looking, uh, I think Crow and Cleaver, the first two bosses
0: we did. Okay. But boss three cudgel, he jumps up and down on the screen. Yeah. It took us a long time to get him today. King Zing took us a long time. <laughs> we didn't even make it
2: to creepy crow, but so yeah. I think the thing that, that impacts me most about this game is the the way they change it up. We, I mean, how long did we play? It was at least four and a half hours or well, so. We started about 1130, and we stopped to eat for about 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it was at least four and a half hours just straight. Yeah. We were playing this just as fast as we could. And still, even four hours in, they're doing little things that to, to change it up, like... Uh, on one of the later levels we're playing, the wind starts blowing yeah. either off the screen left or off the screen right. So suddenly the jumps that you've been timing for the last three hours, your timing's thrown off and you yeah. have to relearn it a little bit.
1: And they also brought back minecart-type levels. Those are back. Oh, yeah. Uh, but honestly, this is going to sound weird. I remember absolutely hating those in the first one just because they were just too sticking tough. Yeah. Not that these weren't tough, these felt, but these felt more doable to me. I don't know yeah. about what you guys think. A little more fair. Yeah. They were still tough. There were a couple spots where we would keep dying. But overall, I felt these were more fair.
0: I love the minecart levels in the first game, but
2: I do feel like there's less leaps of faith in this one. I, I think what it is is, I, I may be remembering this wrong, but I feel like in Donkey Kong Country 1 there's a lot of instances where your minecart falls and you have to jump to the next minecart, yeah. even if it might not be on the screen yet, where here you did, you spent more time riding in a single minecart, or you could see the one you were about to jump into better. Yeah. So yeah. it was less memory and more uh, quick reaction.
0: As far as the, the worlds themselves, the the first one was so iconic because it starts you off in that jungle, and I'll always have that image in my mind when it turns to rain. I think it might be the second level. Yeah, And the lightning starts in the background. This one, I think... Is just as cool because it starts you off on a pirate ship, and all the levels in the first world are based around the pirate ship. Um, even when you're underwater, it's like you're going down in the ship. And I just think that is such a like iconic, iconic way to start the game. Uh, you're climbing up at a crow's nest. Um, so that's gameplay Galleon. the second world is Cro- Crocodile Cauldron. Well, let's
1: let's ask this: Which world was your favorite? Because I already have an mm. answer for me.
0: So Crocodile Cauldron was a lot of uh, lava. The Hothead Bop, a lot of mine levels.
2: We should explain that Trevor still owns the uh, strategy guide. He's flipping through here to oh, look yeah, at the yeah. levels, if you hear uh, Paige flipping.
0: crim Quay is World 3, and that's where you go into the bayou, into
2: the swamps. Uh, that's where so you, you mean the first which, crazy which, underwater like, level. you mean
1: which overworld
2: is our favorite, or which individual level?
1: Uh, I don't know the difference. Like, <laughs>
0: like the map screen with all the levels in it. Like Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Yeah.
2: Okay. I... Remember, I'll probably way. pick. I'm, I'm not sure what it's called. Uh, your crazy Kremlin. There yeah. it is. Just because I like the minecart levels, and there's two minecart levels yeah. in that, and and one of them is less of a level and more of a, of a race. Like you you racing to the end mm-hmm. of the level, and it's keeping track of your position against these, uh, Kremlins or whatever they're called.
1: My mine's got to be the level we didn't even get to finish today, just because I love when a when a game adds like some little goofy slash spooky stuff in it. Yeah. And this game, especially in that last part that we were at, really did that. Uh, I mean, there were literal, literal ghosts in the Yeah, that you had to hang from. Yeah, so yeah. The, the, yeah. the
2: ropes that you've been hanging from all game suddenly are ghost ropes and they disappear after yeah. a few seconds. And that, that goes back to what I was saying about. And I really four, love the music. Four too. hours in, here we are yeah. changing things up. Yeah. And it had another minecart level in the, the haunted hall. Yeah, inside of almost a big
0: library. Yeah, I have a hard time picking because they all have levels I like. I'm tempted to go with Derek because it has the most minecart levels and I do still love those. Um, plus, also in the uh, Crazy Crimland you have the Hornet levels start up and they're pretty cool. But also, and I feel weird saying this because it drove us crazy, but it has the B levels, the Bramble Scramble, and the... Does it have the other one too? Well, I guess not. Anyways. But also, I love these Marsh levels and I feel like this was kind of like the first big one. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I guess that would have been a while back. I don't know. It just got a good variety of levels. I think all the worlds have some repeating things, but they all put their own twist on it. Yeah. But like in the um in the Crazy Kremlin level, you got levels that are very specific to Crazy Kremlin. The that look
2: like you're in a fair. Yeah, it's all it's all sort of uh fair gone wild thing. And in the, gone wrong. in the Gloomy
0: gulch, you got haunted mansion stuff like that. So, I think all the worlds are
2: fantastic. Um, I think the one thing we were, I mean, there was still one world left, well, one and a half worlds we didn't yeah. get to play today, but we didn't have an infuriating snow level, like the snow barrel level from Rocky Kong Country. Let's see if that's coming up. I, I know there was at least one
0: more. So, King, or K. Rules Keep is the last world. There's the crazy Arctic underwater levels. The Windy Whale, Castle Crush. Oh, Castle Crush. This is the one where it's constantly raising up. And you have seconds to nearly escape. I think that's really frustrating if I remember right. Another crazy looking underwater level.
2: Huh. I think K. Rool's keep creep has about twice as many levels yeah. as the rest of them, it feels like. It does have a lot. There's just really a-
0: not any... Oh, good lord. So the, the final, I guess you would say, world is just a couple of levels, but it looks like some crazy ones. So no, there's not like a crazy snow level in this one, is there?
2: No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there was yeah. There's some sort of snow themed, but not with the snow flying in front of the screen, making it hard to see with the yeah. barrel timing yeah. timing issues like Donkey Country one.
1: Yeah. So gameplay wise, Trevor this this is the question I'm especially going to throw up to you. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the things that you loved about the first one was how precise you felt it was. Yeah. Like you, you know, Sonic is kind of a little more loosey goosey. In comparison, this one you need to be way, way, way more precise with stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like the second one kind of continues that and you love it more, or or what? I was trying to decide while I was
0: playing, and I couldn't decide if it's just because I played the first one more, but I think I have about decided that the reason that uh, speedrunners love the first Donkey Kong Country so much, it is a more pure run-and-go platformer. I feel like the second one and I didn't realize this until we were really playing it a long time today, I think it just has more going on in the levels. So I think you're still best just going for it and not not hesitating very much. But there are times you have to hesitate. Whereas in the first one, I almost feel like you can just run like you have your butt on fire and you're going to be okay like 99% of the time. This one, there's times you just got to slow down and see what's going on. Yeah. So I don't know if I like that more or less, but it is... I thought maybe if the first Donkey Kong Country is like the purest DKC experience, this one kind of puts it to the next level.
1: Well, my, my other question to you would be, do you think, what do you think of the difficulty level of it? Because i got a feel yeah. we're going to differ on this. Well, I mean,
0: I'll be honest. I don't want to beat a game the first time I sit down to play it. And we made it to the next to last world. Yeah, we took four hours to do it. So I feel okay about that. I mean, And I was bored by the end. <laughs> there's games we played that we could play ten hours, and we would never beat the second level. Like, that Terminator game, I think, is one of them. Yeah, but we're Which not going to play that long. Games, but.
1: This game's at least good enough where you want to keep trying. I'm just saying, we
0: beat, what, probably 35 levels. So, I'm, I'm happy with that progress in four hours, personally. But, I think we are going to disagree, probably, you're right. But, it is very hard. I, I think it probably is harder than the first one, if not for any other reason, just because there's more of it. Yeah, just because it's longer, if yeah. nothing
1: else. My, my issue, and it's a... And it's not taken away from how great this game is. It's obviously a great game. But sometimes games kind of get in their own way when it comes to being so difficult. I think some of the Mega Man games kind of do this too. There's plenty of other ones we can probably choose from. Where it can frustrate somebody where they just... This is one of those games where if I was playing by myself and I got to a point and I couldn't beat that point, I would just just quit. I wouldn't play it anymore. I just wouldn't put the game back up. It's not worth it for me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I think it really helps that this game... uh, I guess it's sort of, we didn't really mention it, but it's the same as Donkey Kong Country. One, when you're playing with two players, when one person dies, the other one swaps in, or you can hit the select button and tag the other person in if there's a part you want them to complete. So it's, as a two-player game, I think it avoids some of the frustration that you might just give up as a single player. Um, But for me, it's just, this is the pinnacle of 2D platformers, really, as far as, it's one of the later ones. And I think, difficulty-wise, it's it's pretty much spot-on. And I say that because there's only maybe one or two places in the game that you would die, and then you would make it right back to the same spot and die again. It's You may die on the same level before you finish it, but it wasn't because of one tricky spot. It was because we were messing up a frame yeah. before or two frames after. Uh, it,
1: there are plenty of times where it was unfairly hard, though. like They would purposely, and I know it was on purpose, purposely put uh, enemies at a certain point to make something twice as hard as it already was. That type of deal. So I'm not saying you guys are wrong. I'm yeah. just saying that, like, we're hardcore platformer. We love platforming games.
0: Doesn't mean we're great at them, but we do love them. Right?
1: Exactly. And there are, and I will never ever say that this is a bad one. I'm agreeing with what you guys are saying. There, but there are ones I would put above this one for me personally. I think. I think the difference for me, but is- also I know what you're going to. But, but also remember that. Anytime I ever played this game growing up, it was always by myself. Yeah. I never had the benefit of playing this game with anybody else. So maybe that's kind of a part of it, too.
0: Maybe, but, but I mean, I played through the, the first on country completely by myself, and we still came out to the same point. And I think I'm going to kind of say the same thing here. The difference for me, yes, they're devious. You can almost imagine their little, I hope this isn't offensive, they're Brit- <laughs> their British selves just being like, kids are going to struggle with this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I remember but, specifically saying that at one point like they must have play tested this level and realized oh this is too easy we're just going to put this enemy right here. It was yeah. one of the the briar levels and there's almost no enemies. Like in the briar levels it's all either the birds that you dodge yeah. or the the bees that you dodge. And here you land on a platform and you have just a minute of rest and then suddenly here comes a beetle or a crocodile to kill you and yeah. if you jump too high you hit the briars so you have to time it just right.
0: But I think the difference for me between a poorly designed difficult platformer and my goodness we should both know this now as much as we played on this show, poorly designed platformers, is there always is a way out. It's made purposely tricky to give you a challenge, but it's never just because, oh, we want to take a life away from you now. And we played a lot of games that are like that. You feel like they just... I mean, Bubsy's a great example. Even the first one, which was decent. They just throw stuff in there. You're not going to miss it. You're just not going to miss it. They expect you to die. This one... There is always a way out, but it's so close. It's like a razor-thin escape.
1: But I also think they do expect you to die many times.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Here's what I think makes the difference, is if you were playing Sonic or Mega Man and you died your five lives, you're starting over. You're going to play ten levels you don't want to play to get back to that eleventh level to try to beat it. Here, every few levels, there's a save, so you might get... You that, might get that, frustrated as heck and quit, but then the next day you're going to come back at the same spot.
1: That really mm-hmm. helps this game a lot. The fact that you can save as you go, mm-hmm. that is a saving grace to me. No, Well, I did intend that pun. Yeah, uh, Because if this didn't have that, honestly, that would kill it in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, this would be yeah.
2: way too hard if it wasn't for yeah. the I'll agree
1: with you there, because I think part of the
0: reason maybe Derek don't like the Sonic games as much is because they do get frustratingly hard. They really do, especially the first one. To the point that I feel like, the first one is held back a little bit because of it. And sometimes you just don't want to have to play all the same levels again to get back to that point. I do think if this game didn't have a save feature, it would drastically lower
2: my opinion of it
0: because it's so hard and you want to keep that progress. Yeah, I mean,
2: obviously if it didn't have a save feature, it wouldn't be as long. But even just with the difficulties of the world as is... Like, even if you had to beat the entire world and then get a code, I don't think this difficulty level would work. It's saving Uh, in the middle of the worlds
1: that that helps it.
0: Yeah. And kudos to these batteries, because I'm playing a cart from 95 and it's still saving our progress.
1: And honestly, they usually go out about 20 years. So (laughs) So, you're getting very lucky. So we got to finish it soon. (laughs) Yeah. You can get replacements, though. I'm pretty sure they do that. Yeah. All right. uh, uh, Is there anything else about the gameplay we want to say before we get to our final uh, decisions on this game?
0: There's a lot more we could say, but we're probably going to suggest you just discover it yourself as far as finding all the other details. I'll say you can run through the levels pretty quick or you can go out of your way to find everything. But once the levels start getting hard, you're just going to try to survive anyway. So yeah. yeah, I think
2: that that's a, a point we might want to emphasize is we were having this much difficulty just trying to complete the stage. We weren't trying to get 100% of the tokens. No. I mean, if you can multiply our difficulty times five if you're trying oh, yeah. to get all the tokens. This easily. is a master level game, whatever the highest level of game is, if you're trying to 100% it. Like,
0: I don't think I'll ever do it. And I, spoiler alert, love the game. There's no way. I, I don't think I'm skilled enough to ever 100% this game. Maybe I would surprise myself, but I don't see how.
1: <laughs> I, know, I know people have done it. Yeah. But that's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. I
2: think me. for us, it would come down to... How many hours do we want to spend at that little cheater level where you can gain two lives for yeah. free and keep, yeah. keep multiplying yeah. your lives? Yeah.
1: Not that we did that, we Winky uh, Wink. We wouldn't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So
0: I'm going to make an executive decision because, I don't know, I I hold the strategy guide in my hand.
1: <laughs> okay. I kind of want to do
0: my review last as a cop-out because I am actually struggling right now. I
1: was going to go first, okay. honestly, because I feel like I don't have the nostalgia you guys do for this game. <gasps> I know that's tough. But I'm blaming y'all for that because you just never played it when I was over at your house. I'll blame you somehow. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I do feel that sometimes they made it difficult just to make it difficult, and that's—I mean—that's fine for some people. I get what you guys are saying about the preciseness of it, and I can't say that you're wrong. But for me, I feel it could get to a point where I would just quit playing it, even with the save feature, which is must is a must need for a game that's difficult.
0: That's because you weren't beaten as a child, so you don't have the grit that we have. <laughs> Erase that
1: part. Just so you know, I know for a fact you guys weren't beaten as children <laughs> either. <laughs> because all the times you I was at your there, house, dude. your mom would have beat me too. For the yeah, she should have I did. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's still, a, still obviously a grade A game. It's, it's beautiful to look at, and it's definitely fun. I think what also kind of hurt it for me is that there's four of us playing. Adam couldn't stay to record with us. So we were kind of taking turns, and in between all that, while I could watch it being played, I'm one of those weird people where unless I'm like learning something as I'm watching a gameplay video, I can't just keep watching it. I'll get bored, no matter even if it's a game I absolutely love. I just yeah. can't do it all the time. I get I tune out, and that kind of happened here a couple of times. Yeah, and
2: we were doing it where. Once two people started a level, they finished the level. We yeah. might could have got around that if every time we died, we passed the controller yeah. instead of finishing the level. I think it would have helped.
1: I just don't think you ever got in the zone, though, if you did that. But yeah. also, we played it for hours and hours yeah, I mean, on top long, of
2: that. Longer than yeah. Rare ever intended for anybody to play it at once saying, because yeah. of the save feature.
1: Yeah, so that I think that kind of hurt it for me, too, a little bit. But I do recognize quality, and this is by far what this is. I definitely would agree this is a, a top grade A platformer. It's It's pretty awesome. I'm going to give it. This is just for me, and I hope you guys don't kill me. An eight and a half, because I already know I'm, you guys I'm pulling are, out my knife now. I already know you guys are going, going at least. Shank. I know you guys are giving it at least nines, but I'm saying this is still by far for me retro Bliss approved. And if you've never tried this game, uh, what are you doing? You need to try it. There's plenty yeah. of ways. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. All right, Derek.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go ahead and divert from from that score a little bit, because um, I, I kind of said this earlier, and it's what I keep coming back to. This is 95 pretty much the end of the 2D platformer. There were a few mixed in here and there, but as far as AAA-level games being 2D platformers, this is pretty much the end for them. Uh, and I think, what a way to go out. Uh, sort of in the last few years, there's been a sort of a resurgence on the, the arcades and steam of 2D platforming games. And I think if this one was released today, it would be better than most of those, 99.9% mm-hmm. of those. It's just, yeah. it's still a great game today. Yeah, that's today. I mean, yep. And... I'm not reviewing it against you know Legends of a Link to the Past or other genres, but as a 2D platformer, I there's there's no way there's nothing wrong with it to me with the save feature because it is super difficult. So I understand if if you're playing it in one setting like we were, you're gonna get frustrated and just want to quit several times today. I said that I hate this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, <you did> yeah, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. it's if you're sitting down and playing it, trying to sit it in one playthrough or play through it in one sitting you're, you're going to get frustrated, but that's not how it's meant to be played. Um, the only thing I will say, I did notice just a tiny bit of slowdown in a few areas where I never noticed it as a kid, but it was only when there was five or six enemies on a screen, and it was usually when you were jumping, so it never really affected anything because it sped back up by the time you landed, so it didn't really hurt mm. anything, but that's the only technical thing that I've ever even noticed with this game being slightly off. So, I, I mean, with, th- with all that being said, I don't think I can give this anything besides a 10, and I that's... That's my uh, watered down score since I'm not a full-time retro blister. <laughs> watered
0: down to a 10. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know you guys have to hold to a higher standard since you can't just call <laughs> yeah, throw, that's You us. can't throw yeah. out 10s left and right. No, like that's right. Know. That's
0: us for sure. So that would be technically, uh-huh. well, wait a minute. I don't remember what everybody gave Mario Brothers 3. I was going to say that's the third 10 on the show.
1: I, I either gave it a 10 or a 9.5 because I love yeah, Mario Brothers I don't 3. Me- I don't remember what I, I gave I remember
0: though. you and Anna actually gave Sonic 2 a 10. But I think you almost wanted to go back later because we got harsher after that, I think.
1: If I wanted to go back, it went by a lot, though. That's yeah. another platform that I love. Platform that I love, And man, uh, there's another Mario game we haven't covered yet for the Super Nintendo. Super Mario World. That I feel is, for me, I have way more experience with it. And I love it way more than this game. That's just me. And I would give it a higher score than this game. But that's just me. So when we covered Super
0: Mario Brothers 3, which I guess I need to talk about this game, don't I? <laughs> but I know I remember I gave it a nine and a half and I think I said at that time that there's another Mario game that would probably get a ten for me and that's Super Mario World yeah but we're not talking about Super Mario World Donkey Kong Country 2 is a very different beast it is so different from the Mario games but it belongs in the same league it really does and I don't think gaming as a whole holds it in the same league but those who've really played the games I think maybe it just clicks with some people yeah. doesn't with others Anyways, there was a point when we were playing today, I remember thinking, I don't know if I ever completely got in the zone in the way I did the first Donkey Kong Country. When I did my playthrough, like, in three straight days, I played through it for the podcast 100% of the way through. And I just got in this zone. And then I realized, well, but I don't think that's a flaw with Donkey Kong Country 2. I think there's just more to it. I think it is almost, it's called Diddy's Conquest, Quest, which is a ridiculously terrible name. But <laughs> it might be kind of accurate. It's almost so big, you can't play through it like you do Donkey Kong Country. You are supposed to take your time a little more, and I think that's okay. Um, So, I gave Donkey Kong Country a 9.5, and at the time I said I had to hold my 10 for Donkey Kong Country 2. And I was waffling back and forth today, because Donkey Kong Country is so pure, and to me is still so perfect. But then I was thinking, what would I change about this game? the only thing I might change you just said it's really not even a flaw I kind of wish when you exited the bonus levels the music would start (laughs) where you left off and that's so silly to complain about that's because the music is so darn good Uh, I don't know what else I would change Um, instead
2: of 52 levels I would make it 60 (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, before you give your score I'll add this because it goes in with what you said Looking back, like when I think back on Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country 2, I, I was in my mind remembering all the best levels are in 2. All my favorite levels are in 2. 2 is such a better game than 1. But now playing through it today, I think through the years I've sort of to yeah. levels from 1 into 2. And 1 was, uh, like if you just asked me to give a score for 1 right now, I would throw out 8 or something. But after... Playing two today, it made me realize some of those great memories that I thought were in two were actually in one. Yeah, and one is a lot better game than I've given it credit for through the years. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not second fiddle to two. I don't no. think. There's, I don't think there's anything about
0: two that is substantially better than one. But when you're done with it, it just feels bigger.
2: Yeah, there's, there's more of it. It's, and,
0: so yeah. I mean, this is my last chance to give a Donkey Kong Country game a ten, and I'm not going to miss it. Um, we still got Donkey Kong Country three. Uh, 3, I would love to play. Uh, I don't think it's going to get a 10. Uh, <laughs> for one thing, David Wise didn't make the music. Yeah, He had moved on to other Rare projects at that point, I believe. Um, I'm giving it a 10, which is my second 10 for the show. What a weird couple of 10s. But I guess it goes back to what I was saying. We covered a lot more NES games, and none of them got a 10 for me, including some amazing ones. But Earthbound and Donkey Kong Country 2 are my two 10s for the history of Retro RetroBlissed.
1: That's wild. That's wild. That's wow. very wild. So this is definitely still, despite my lower score, yes. retroblist approved. What is this game going for? Do you know? Twenty to thirty dollars. Yeah, diploma. it's, it's yeah. definitely worth that. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, I, mean,
2: I would I would tell you just spend twenty or thirty dollars on this ten times before a twenty or thirty dollars Steam game or Xbox Live or oh Arcade yeah. game. I mean it's it's just oh, better. It's
1: yeah. <laughs> going to hold up more longer. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. All right. So now I think. Uh, what what do you want to do next? Do you want to do uh, commercial break. I like that idea. Yeah. Let's roll it.
2: The Beast is back on the system that keeps pounding out the hits Super NES Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest. Tougher than the
3: original.
1: Sweet. Great commercial break. We're experts at this. Yes. Uh speaking of commercial breaks, Trevor, what do you want to do next? Terrible segue. Uh should we go to fan feedback? That's what I'm trying to let's do
0: fan Less feedback. Let's smooth episode. To fan feedback. So, do you want me to pull up Instagram?
1: I'll do Instagram this time. Right. I think I always feel like I have way more to read because it's on Facebook. So, so on our Facebook page at Retro
0: Blist, which, by the way, we plan to keep around and keep the community going, even if the show does meet an untimely death. Um, we have these comments, and again, folks, we are going to have one more episode. It's going to be our Episode where we just really get mushy gushy, yeah. and we give our awards for
1: all time. Yeah. It's going to be a blowout. So we've had there's been plenty of people who have been saying some really nice things. That are even when they're talking about these like this this game, they'll put in some stuff about our show. Uh, we will probably gonna leave that part out of this, but we promise uh, we're going to because it really move. It's honestly it's very moving. Yeah, and we're going to mention all of it in the in the next episode. I mean, if you have one on this and you want to mention it now, it's up to you. Because, really, I mean... You want me to go first on the Instagram? Because there's only two. Sure. All right. If you go to Instagram and you go to Blist, like Trevor said, this will keep going on. He'll keep posting on it every once in a while, I believe. Uh, just join the growing community there. Uh, Jerry, terrifying. Ah! <laughs> See, we can, <laughs> we can switch things up. Yeah, we can do things. We're very good. Glad you got to do your favorite game. He's talking to you, Trevor. Oh. I had more experience with the first Donkey Kong Country. I was homesick with the flu and got a VHS tape from Nintendo promoting DKC. We never watched those. We were going to watch those, remember? Oh, I have the whole animated series. Yeah, which is terrible. It Uh, is horrible. And he watched that a million times and, and it sold him on the game. I didn't get the sequels until years later and haven't played through them yet. I did get Donkey Kong Land 2 on the Game Boy when it came out. When I got home, I discovered the batteries in my Game Boy had burst. Oh, man, that would be terrible. That's, terrible. That's horrible. Not knowing anything about electronics at the time, the family and myself thought it was broken, so I got a, got a Play It Loud clear Game Boy replacement. I eventually fixed the original 89 Game Boy. Lemon juice cleans battery corrosion and sold the clear Game Boy, which I regret to this day. Uh, then here's another... He st- this is on unrelated notes. I don't think I'm going to read it, but... Uh, <laughs> But honestly, Jerry's been saying a lot of really nice things. And yep. uh, we're going to make sure we mention those on the, on the next episode. So thank you for your support, buddy. All right, Sean C V 79 uh, said, I have no memories. What if he just said that? Amnesia. He just, he just has amnesia Yeah. Of playing this game. Only memories of Trevor gushing about the DKC series. Keep it up, bud. Not me. Yeah, you never do that. Trevor, what if I wanted to go Facebook instead? What would happen then?
0: Uh, you could go to Facebook and hear Aaron Hickman say... It's a gem. But just remember, Donkey Kong is far superior on Sega Genesis. <laughs> Ask anyone. Please don't do that. And he posted a video of Super Donkey Kong 99 on the Sega Genesis, Yeah, which is atrocious. Um, Andrew Coed said, I don't have as much experience with the DKC games as I would like. I can tell you that the first one blew my mind with its graphical prowess. Tight gameplay, wonderful music, and fantastic level design. This game upped the ante across the board. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this one. Stay rad. Love the life you live. Live the life you love. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) You got choked up. It's okay, Trevor. It's okay. Yeah, choked up. We'll say that. (laughs) Timmy Mack said, absolutely a classic. My favorite of the original trilogy and one of the best platformers on any system. Timmy, I couldn't have said it better myself. He said, my memories revolve around playing it with and watching my wife play. She's awesome at these games and I am not. I just want to say how much your show and getting to know you both has meant to me. Uh, getting gushy. Gotta wait. Should I save the gushy? Save the gushy. We're going to have to remember to pull this up. We're going to have 30 minutes of gush yeah. on the next episode. That's fine. That's That's fine. Our,
1: it's our freaking show. We'll do what we want. <laughs> Daniel Chavez said, excellent pick.
0: There are very few sequels that live up to and even surpass the original, and this is definitely among the top of those. It's been a while since I played it, but I remember it being the same as DKC when it progressively got challenging further along. But what will the forever voices... Sorry, I need to say this clearly because it's very special. What will the forever official voices of retro gaming, even after they retire, say? (laughs) We will say Retro Bliss approved. And for me, one of the best games ever. Gail Wilson, when are you guys covering Super Mario World? Great question. That is an awesome question. Stay tuned. We've been threatening that since like the second episode. What did I just say, Trevor? What did you say? What uh, are you doing? I don't know. Keep going. Uh, Keith Jones said, I had a teacher in high school that had DKC 2, and I swapped him for DKC for about a month. Then he said, remember when you could swap physical copies? Yeah, Yeah, that was cool. I liked it even more than the first one. Spoiler alert, I don't even have to wait to hear what the definitive voices and all the retro gaming have to say, because I know it's getting at least a 9.5. Oh, he's going to hate me. (laughs) Well, if you combine just mine and your scores, it actually would, wait, what would that be? Let me think. 8.5 and a
1: 10. It'd be a 9.25. Well, throw in your brothers. Throw in my
0: brothers. It's like a 9.75. So, there we go. There we go. We averaged it out. And finally, Keith Jones again said, So glad you're cramming a few in before before it ends. This podcast ending is the worst news of 2018.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, Trevor. So that was fan feedback. Uh, Stay tuned. I think also please pay attention to our social media. We're going to. I think we're going to make like a special post on both the, the Instagram and the yeah. uh, and the Facebook in which you can put all your favorite stuff you loved about the show, that type of deal.
0: Because I don't think we're going to rush the final episode. Right. I, know I have a lot of not- notes to write
1: for it, I know. Same, yeah. I haven't done so, a dang thing yet.
0: We'll give you time. After this episode's out, we'll give you time,
1: and then we'll have our final series finale. That's right. That's right. But in the meantime, Trevor, I think we can go ahead and just run another commercial. Yeah, go ahead. Let's roll it.
3: to step
0: up to this kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing, feeling. When you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come, the games
1: of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience, because no one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power, superpower. And we're back. Just like that, it happened. It's magic. It's magic. Speaking of magic traffic, you know what else is magical? The BLIS quiz! quiz. This week, of course, since this is another special episode, Derek has graciously decided to do the Bliss Quiz for us, so we're going against each other. Who's going to win? Trevor or myself. Place your bets now. If you're smart, you'd you'd probably bet on Trevor. Yeah, bet on the
2: house. (laughs) Bet on yourself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Bet on anybody. Yeah.
2: All right. So, first question. You're going to write down your answer. Okay. I'm not not giving you any options, so you're just going to have to write down your answer. Gotcha. At the end of the game, Donkey Kong Country 2. Cranky Kong ranks you based on the number of the DK hero coins you mm. collected during the game. So it shows you in sort of like a, a a pedestal, like a first place, second place, third place with three other characters. Name any one of the characters he compares you to.
1: Oh, man. Okay.
2: I, I don't, I honestly feel that growing up me and Trevor beat this game, but I didn't remember this and I don't think he does either. So I hope this is a fair question.
0: I don't remember it at all. I mean, just from what you said, I'm guessing there are other characters from the game. But Could be.
2: Oh, boy. I think I went too obvious.
1: Alright, I got my answer. Me
2: too. Alright, Johnny, give me your answer.
1: I'm going with a the Nintendo theme here. I'm going to go Mario.
0: Alright,
2: Trevor, what'd you put?
0: I said Donkey Kong, because I feel like if you got all the con- coins, you'd be ranked by like Donkey Kong.
2: And the point for Johnny. Oh, so it shows you Link, Mario, and Yoshi, and ranks you on the hero scale based on how many hero coins you collected. Oh. So, and that, the game for some reason has Link in third place, Yoshi in second what? place, and Mario in first place. Wow! <laughs> and Link's like the hero of time. Yeah,
1: at <laughs> the very at the very least, I'd put Link two. And I did yeah. read in
2: like some of the Game Boy Advance remakes and stuff like that, it changed, and Yoshi was at the bottom, and Link was higher up. That makes so more it's sense. Kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, no that. offense
1: to Yoshi, but yeah. yeah. All right. Number two.
2: Question number two. And this is just going to be first to blurt out the answer when you hear it. All right. All right. Multiple choice. So at that same scene where Cranky Kong ranks the heroes, off in the corner of the screen, there's a trash can with on it is written, No Hopers. So which of these items is in or around the trash can marked No Hopers? K. Rool's musket? Sonic's shoes? Sonic's shoes. I think y'all both tied on that one. So you're both going with Sonic shoes?
1: Yeah, I'm fairly certain. I know they're in there because I remember this being a thing.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah all right. I guess it's a, pretty much a tie for that one. Right. Yeah, I'll give it to us both. But also there is Earthworm Jim's gun. Oh. And apparently, I didn't know anything about this as I was reading it, but in the Earthworm Jim game for, Sonic, for the Sega Genesis, there was a Donkey Kong mask that had like a, a monkey arrow with a head through it. I mean, a monkey head with an arrow through it. Oh, in. really? Well, that <laughs> so makes this sense. Was, this is sort of getting back at them for that. It makes and sense. It was, <laughs> yeah. There was a Sonic commercial at the time making, saying no ape can do this or something like that, making fun of Donkey Kong. Well, that's so, another series <laughs> so I really
1: wanted us to cover. Back at
2: it.
0: Not to throw you off, but it cracked me up, some of those Sega commercials. They would pick the best Nintendo games to make fun of. Yeah, I like show you how slow Mario Kart was in quotation marks.
2: They wouldn't pick the low-hanging fruit and go for something not yeah. so yeah. great. You got to though. If we actually tra- got to go for the big. Damage. You got to
1: knock the king out. You got to go for the top. Yeah.
2: All right. Question number three. You're going to write down your answer. All right. no. So w- while we were playing today, I I sort of tried to track every time one of us died. Not <laughs> not a complete balloon life, but just one one character died, so it death. switched to the other character. So we we completed around 30 levels. I I don't know exactly around 30 levels and four bosses. Approximately how many lives did we all use together?
0: It doesn't matter if you go over, just whoever's closest. Just whoever's closest.
3: Oh, God.
1: All right.
0: All right, I have my
1: number. Now, I remember a couple times kind of glancing at your sheet while we were playing, and there were a lot of hash marks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went with 132. You didn't. I did. Darn you. I went with 130. Are you kidding me? So it's over <laughs> 130. It? You got
2: it. Johnny wins again because it was 211. Oh,
1: not proud of that.
2: <laughs> and if uh, anything, I underestimated by maybe 10 or 15. I, I mean, there's was, plenty of times
1: you didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> 111 monkey deaths.
2: To get uh, roughly 30 levels and four bosses. Johnny,
0: this game is not too hard. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Well that's three for Johnny, and one to me. Do I have a chance? Surely there's some game balance coming.
2: <laughs> game balance. I, I don't do yeah. game balance. It's Aww. trivia. If, if you get this next question right, whoever gets her out right wins. Okay. All right. <laughs> this sorta of, this is this is gonna sort of seg into our next uh next event here. Is this multiple choice or I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a list and when you know the answer, just say your name. Okay. Okay. Uh so which of these is not a real UK or British food name. So I'm mm. going to read a list of names of food, okay. and you've got to decide which of these is not real. Eatin' Mess, Singin' hennies, Welsh Rarebit, Dead Man's Arm, rumbledy thumps, Oh my gosh! <laughs> toad in the Hole, Bubble and Squeak,
1: or Spotted Dick. Alright, I'm going to guess, uh, what was the bubble one? Rumbledy thumps Is that the next to last one?
2: Uh, rumbly thumps, toad in the hole, bubble and squeak.
1: Bubble and squeak is what I was thinking of.
2: Just for record, that's what I was going to guess,
0: so if you get it right, wrong, then you saved me.
1: That's what I'm guessing. Oh, I yeah. thought
2: he got to go first, because he said it first. Well, you can both pick, and I'll tell you who's oh, right. Oh, really?
1: That means I'm not right. <laughs> oh, so I don't get it. I,
2: I thought there was an advantage to not going first. <laughs> there is an advantage. He didn't
1: tell me I was right.
2: Eating Mess, Singing Henny's, Welsh Rarebit. I'm going to go ball. Singing Henny's. All right, and the answer is it's a trick question. They're all real. Uh, so, so I, I couldn't so win anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it was a three-question test, and Johnny won anyway. That's, uh. why, the, that's why there was no catch-up mechanism. <laughs> but I will say, of, of all these items, only one of them do we have to taste today. So, it's not the spotted dick. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Trevor. It is, it is the spotted dick that we have to test later on. Beep that
1: out. <laughs> we're going to say that word on this. I it's don't a know what that show. is. It's not
0: what it sounds like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I hope. Uh, so, now it's time for we're going to close this show out by uh, tasting some rare oh, 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 oh. English food. Uh, we're going to try these and we're going re- we're going to give scores for these. So, if you're one of those who does not like to hear people chew, I understand. You may want to skip this part.
0: Yep. We're gonna rate them on one to ten, with ten being among the most delicious things ever touch our tongues. Yeah. And one being vomit.
1: Now remember, uh, we did this with Australian food. Yeah. And to this day, I still remember the terribleness of Vegemite. Yeah, I can't I'm, get it out of my mind. I'm
2: hoping we don't have anything quite that terrible yeah. today. Let's see how it goes. Even though uh, there is a, a British version of Vegemite called Marmite that I didn't buy because I didn't want to waste the money since we already know how that's gonna end. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right so we're gonna start out with something real simple. It's just standard Scottish shortbread. This is just to get sort of a baseline of, okay. of what what, are, what is the UK sweet all about.
1: What's this one actually called? Is it just called Scottish it's, it's shortbread? It's just a
2: short, yeah, okay. shortbread. So for the record, I actually love shortbread cookies. So, But are you, have you been eating US shortbread? Yes, I have. No, yeah, this different?
1: is different. All right, so are we ready to try this? Yeah. Well, let's let's Scottish go. Scottish shortbread. Very dry. <laughs> it is dry. It's shortbread. But it's shortbread. Like, I it's like not it. terrible.
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. It's just a good baseline.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I like shortbread, so I have no issues with it at all. I'm going to give it a seven because I like shortbread.
1: I'm going to agree with Derek. That's really, really dry. And the more you eat it, the more dry you notice it is. But it's not bad. I'm going to give this...
2: Let me write that. I'm gonna give us a yeah, split. write it down so we know what the winner is. What I'm really... going to give
1: us a five and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give this particular shortbread a five. I think it's it's very low-quality shortbread. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was probably too generous because I've just really been digging shortbread lately.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, I'm very weary of everything else we've got to eat. All
2: right, so this is sort of just another British standard. <laughs> <laughs> I love the name of this one. We're moving on to Jacob's Our Best Ever Digestive. And <laughs> <laughs> they call it a digestive biscuit, which we would call a cookie. But apparently... I don't know if it's the, the fiber or the sodium content in it that that's sort of like a digestive aid type so thing. So just
0: a side note to our UK listeners. <clears throat> digestive biscuit doesn't have a positive connotation in America.
2: Even even biscuit confuses us as Southerners. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I get a whole one of these. Yeah. Well, that's because they have ri- writing on them. Well, we they want do. to read the digestive biscuits.
1: Yeah, We want to make sure I know what I'm putting in my mouth. <coughs> All All right, right, here we go. So my go.
0: bowels already moved plenty. I don't know if I should eat this. <laughs> If you smell, I this?
1: think it's
2: just like, yeah, like to settle your stomach.
1: Smell, tell me what this smells like. I can't place this smell. It smells like a field. It smells like, like digestion. <laughs> it <does> smell <laughs> like, a, it like a. Are we silly going to have a bowel movement when we eat these? Yeah, <laughs> am I going to be pooping myself for the second I put this in my mouth? Let's do it. it smells like a
2: wheat field. You know what? It doesn't even have a taste to me. I'm beginning to think that because Britain is sometimes so wet, they like dry food.
0: It crumbled everywhere and I ate it. Yeah. How are you supposed to eat this cookie without causing
2: a mess? I'm confused. Because it tastes, it's like mixing a shortbread with a Ritz cracker. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, It tastes like a half a saltine and a half a cookie. It's,
1: I, I taste way more Ritz cracker than it's not anything else. I do like I Ritz crackers. I don't dislike crackers. it,
2: but you're right. Is yeah. it a dessert or not? Yeah, I'm, I'm I confused. Mean, I think too. it is. All
1: right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Throwing that in. I'm trying to decide. It. I think I like the shortbread a little better than this. Someone we'll give us a five. It's not bad though.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with a six because I think over the shortbread that we had, I think this is I could I could down more of these with a glass of milk. I'm a Johnny. I like the
0: shortbread better. I'm going to go five and a half, just to make math hard. well right, it's, it's not terrible. There's there's nothing on here that can even compete with Vegemite yet. All right. Oh no,
2: it's not even close. These are yeah, fine. yeah. These no. are, I mean, and to be fair, this is. Almost everything I have here would be considered a sweet or a treat there. So there's nothing that should be bad. I mean, we're testing the best of the best. We're trying to find out what the best is, not what the worst is. That's right. I know that's against the Retro Bliss style. So now we have the Nestle Coffee Crisp bar. Okay. Well, Nestle, they're an American company, I believe. I I don't, don't yeah. It's it's weird looking at UK candies because, like, they have a Mars bar. And we have Mars, the candy company, but we don't have a Mars bar. I probably should have got a knife to break this.
3: Hmm.
0: It works. Just came out of Ontario. Oh man! Oh, they might be a Canadian company. Smell it. It Co- smells like coffee. Oh, could, it does could, smell like coffee. I couldn't yeah. find
2: coffee anywhere in the ingredients. But right, just so you it's know, a coffee
1: crisp. Just so you know, I and Trevor. I don't know about Derek, but Trevor and I really do not like coffee. And
2: we should also add that we're not tasting probably the most famous English treat, tea, because yeah. none of us like tea if it doesn't have ice or sugar in it. That's, right. <laughs> That's yeah. what to blow some people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: This smells like ground coffee. Yeah. I don't right. know if I'm going to like it, But this. I
2: like coffee and chocolate.
1: All right, here's the thing. I can't get over the smell of coffee. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like I'm chewing on Folgers Coffee Grounds.
1: Yeah, I don't like this at all.
2: <laughs> now, I like iced coffee, but I don't like hot coffee. So in theory, coffee candy should be fine because it's not hot. But this just tastes like a mess. Like, it, it's not good chocolate and it's not good coffee.
1: It's not for me. I can tell you that much. Uh... I'll go first, because I already feel like this. It's not Vegemite still worse than this. So it's, not, it's not Vegemite level terrible, but it's not good. Like, I'm not gagging, though. I'm going to give this a three. I'm
2: going to go with a five, because I'm kind of starting to like it now. I'm... <laughs> the more you eat it. I finished the bite you gave me, to be fair. Here's the thing. <laughs> that bite I gave you was a third of the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like this better if it didn't cost, taste like coffee. Then it would be like a, maybe a Kit Kat.
1: I think the smell of coffee makes it worse because the yeah. smell will lead to your taste too.
0: Sorry, I need to write this one down. What did y'all give it? I gave it a three. He I gave it a five. Yep, right? a five. I'm going to give it three, five. I'm going to go to four. I just do not like coffee. It's not its fault necessarily.
2: All right, we're going to go to a palate-cleansing drink now. Uh-oh. All
0: right. I'm excited about this. No. Oh, no. Now I'm not. Vintamins
2: apparently is a very famous UK brewer because they botanically brew a lot of their stuff. Which means what? I don't know, but we're gonna find out. We've got Finchman's ginger beer, and it says up end before pouring because.
1: What's what's the, the alcoholic level does. of this? So I don't think it, I really <laughs> like
2: it's. It's ginger beer is basically a
0: strong ginger ale. Okay, I don't think I really like ginger, but I like ginger ale. Okay, so maybe well, right.
1: ginger was my favorite on uh, that one show where there was castaways. Gulligan. Gilligan's Island.
2: Now, I will say we have mm. two or right. three other drinks, so you have to finish whatever ah, so i have put in. Oh man, I just want you. Cup. Okay, just a little note, it, Johnny.
1: <laughs> I hate ginger ale, so this is bad. <laughs> good, and this is good. this
2: is stronger ginger ale.
1: <laughs> oh, it definitely it smells. smells like it.
2: it smells like sunscreen. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, here goes nothing.
2: Oh gosh, it's hot ginger ale. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. oh, it yeah. burns. It does burn. Oh, my goodness. What did you do is to us? Is this real beer? Oh. No, I've had beer. This is, yeah. this is not beer. No, it's <laughs> burning my throat. <laughs> it must be real yeah. ginger.
2: Oh. Okay, I, I love American ginger ale. I, well, I guess it's American. I never knew oh. it before, but this is. Wow,
1: this is hardcore stuff. This is hot. Do I need to rinse some cups out so don't run the other one? Yeah, yeah, please go I, rinse them. I don't know if it's going to help. <laughs> rinse, rinse it out.
2: <laughs> I don't oh, there's, there's more cups right here. Oh, okay. I right, just All
0: right. use those in. All right. Good oh, Lord, that's awful.
2: All right, so now we're going. One. It's murdered it a one. one. We need to review it. What was it called? Ugh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ah, it's a weird sensation. What was it called? Ginger. Fentiman's ginger beer. Just ginger beer. Pentemans ginger beer. I gave it a
1: one, and I'm being generous.
2: I didn't enjoy that. No, I'm, I'm going to give that a two. <laughs> I'm also going to give it a two. It's it's At first I thought, oh, okay, but then it's
0: like... Why does it burn? It's like Alka-Seltzer and with cinnamon
1: that burns your it throat. It tastes like I'm drinking cough syrup, and then it burns your throat, like the inside yeah. of your throat. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Alright, now we're moving on to the Nestle Lion Bar. Oh, okay. Now, Lion. Here's what I find, I guess maybe we're stupid Americans or something. Uh-huh, we are. Because when you <laughs> pick up a candy bar in America, there's somewhere on the package it says, like, <laughs> Snickers says, like, uh... Chocolate covered nougat and caramel. Yeah, with it tells you what it is. This gives you no indication to what it is. It just says new recipe, extra crispy. Okay. I have no idea. Other than reading the ingredients, I would have no idea what's in it. But it's really crispy. It, it looks like something you'd find floating in a pool.
1: It does. It, it looks like a lion. Caddyshack. Food. Somebody's Let's Caddyshacked it. It smells better than it's, Coffee
2: Crisp. It's making a mess of your floor, let me tell you that.
1: It does smell better than Coffee oh, so Crisp. So it looks like,
2: looks like we've got kind of like a crackle bar with a Twix in the middle or something. Yeah, this is some caramel in the ginger beer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Do right. not burn your throat, Derek. Yeah, it's
2: I've had Blenheim's hot ginger ale is a local drink around here that I've had that's similar. That's the only reason it's not blowing my mind. What is it with you in your dry food, England? i
1: hmm. I gotta be honest. This might be my most disappointed one so far. It's not horrible, but I still think the cracker slash gingerbread stuff we ate gingerbread it. cracker <laughs> shortbread. slash shortbread stuff we've had is better.
2: This is odd because it's all ingredients I like, but combined together, it's just not working for me.
0: I think it's okay, but maybe it's because I like all the ingredients. Here, here's the thing, and I don't mean to be uh, 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 what is it called culturally insensitive hold oh, no. on I think this is tasty but there's nothing in here that's as good as a Snakers
2: bar yeah. and nothing that would fill you up like like yeah. this is not gonna hold you over to a meal or anything now, what would you give it Trevor
0: I, I do like it though I'm not I'm not gonna knock this one
2: I'm gonna give it six and a half there, yeah I'll go six and a half
1: I like it better than the other candy bar what did I give that other candy bar uh
0: the Coffee Crisp you gave it a three
1: I like it better than a three I'll give it a five
0: okay so All right. just so y'all know so far, I still think I think the
1: lime bar and the shortbread
0: are close, neck and neck.
1: All right, What's next on the yeah. agenda? All
2: right, we're going to get another drink to wash that down with. All right. Oh, boy. We have Fentiman's Pink Ginger. Oh, no. Which, More ginger? <laughs> G- <laughs> I was excited when I saw the color. It's an aromatic botanical beverage with ginger and orange, orange extracts. G- I'll just use this one. Mine's good.
0: It doesn't say it
2: burns. Yeah, I
1: think I can use mine. Uh, If this one burns too, I'm throwing this drink at you. (laughs) It does have
2: capsicum, isn't it? Isn't that pepper? Capsicum? Please,
1: no. I was excited when I saw the
2: pink flavor. I thought maybe strawberry. Here we go. Let's get a pour. Uh, I think I can handle this one. I should have not poured quite that much.
1: It smells like the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to burn again. It's not. I mean...
2: Since you can't you see it, you just use this, your other cup because it's, so it's going to be the same. Lovely pink beverage. It looks like a nice pink ginger ale. I mean, pink lemonade. It does. But it's a very pretty bottle. We need to take a picture of these bottles. All right, let's go. I, it smells like a flower to me. Chug, chug. This doesn't taste that, like something you should drink, but it's not repulsive. It was it, much less unpleasant.
1: It doesn't burn.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little more of that. Well, you can't have
1: it. I don't like it though. That's for later. I don't hate it. It's better than the last ginger ale, though.
0: This is like ginger
2: ale
1: with some flavor. It's not like burning your yeah. throat. Yeah. Right, what do you give it?
2: Wait, I need to write that down. Was it golden? It's pink. pink ginger. Fentiman's pink ginger. Johnny, what you gonna rate it?
1: What did I give it? Other one? I gave it like a one or something. right? <laughs> you gave it a one. We yeah, this is better. To, I'll give us a. I'll give us a two and a half. I'll give it a three. My tongue. Well, I wanted to more of it, <laughs> so I
0: feel like I at
2: least got to give it a. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Which is still pretty darn low. This
1: next one's one I was looking forward to. This has got to be good. All
2: right, so here we have the best ever recipe: jammy Dodgers.
1: Jammy Dodgers. All right, jammy Dodgers.
2: Shortcake with raspberry filling. I love. This
1: sounds like a good uh, combination to me. So I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, I
2: don't see how you go wrong here.
1: Let's go. All right, now we're talking. Yeah. Mm, This is jammy. Now and we're talking. Notice
2: the difference in quality of shortbread here versus those, <laughs> those ones we started out with. Just mm. excuse us while we eat here.
1: Mmm. This is by far my favorite that There's we've had. There's generous jam in the
0: middle. Is there jam in between too? Oops. No. Yeah. A
2: little, a little bit in the
0: middle. Mmm.
2: Yeah, this is hitting the spot right here.
1: This is by far and shoulders mm. the best.
0: It's a great combo. It's like dipping your shortbread cookie
2: in jam. We're still chewing here. (laughs) Good podcasting. I don't think Johnny's liked anything you've handed him. He has a pile of food over there.
1: I'm trying to eat all of it because we're eating a lot of different stuff.
2: you got to pace yourself. I'm going to give these an eight. Mm. I mean, this is a good biscuit. It's going to be hard to beat this one. (laughs) I'm going to go eight, too. Eight
0: as well.
1: Here's the thing. I love this combination. I really like raspberry as well. It's one of my favorite flavors. I'm going to go eight and a half. Wow, I like this a lot we have a
0: clear winner so far it's going to be hard to beat that
2: alright up next we have oh. Round Trees Fruit Gums Fruit Gums not is gummies it, is it gum or gummies? it's it's gums it's somewhere between a hard candy and a soft candy you don't get that one it's I'm not sure if you're going to break your teeth out or if you should chew into it or what Johnny, do you want the red one?
1: I usually love red you know, I'll take like red. red
2: I'm going to get the yellow one because I'm sure that's good so let me just say, first of all,
0: this might sound weird. I'm not a candy person. Like, I like chocolate candy, but as far as hard candy, I'm not a candy person. But when it said fruit gums, I was excited because I love
1: gummies. Yeah, same here. But, but these are kind of hard. They're very hard because I can feel it in my fingers. And I, I will
2: say, if you smell it, if you smell really hard, you'll smell what your fingers smell like because it has no smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, actually, I like with all these other tastes in our mouths, this might be hard to taste. But Yeah, luckily, no
1: really. we're not repulsive. Our fingers have been in all right places. <laughs>
2: Huh. Oh, God. I'm just sticking it in my teeth. Not, not going to be good. Mine was lime. Why'd you
0: give me lime?
1: I don't know about this, guys.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, this is aggressively sticking to my teeth. It's like a Butterfinger, but chewier. Um,
2: I got to be honest, I like the flavor, but there's got to be a better way to deliver this flavor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't like lime candy, so I don't know how to judge it. But it does taste like lime candy. Would you like
2: another flavor? What's this one? Did something happen to it? That's one you touched. <laughs> Getting good sound pickup here on the <laughs> Jewish. It's
0: not quite a gummy, and it's not quite hard candy. That's
1: what makes it a fruit gum. It's like a weird in-between, which I don't know how to feel about it. I put another one in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's going to be out of commission for about 22 minutes.
0: 22 minutes we've gone so far <laughs> on food. Mmm. <laughs> It's so hard. Are you supposed to suck on it a while?
2: The answer is always yes.
1: <laughs> um, beep that out, Chris. <laughs> just beep out this Oh Yeah, part. just...
0: Um, the grape one's not as good as lime.
1: What? Okay, how do you feel about this? What's your score?
0: It kind of hurts. But I love gummies. But this isn't But really I'd rather like, have a gummy bear. A gummy yeah. bear's like bottom-of-the-barrel gummies.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm going to give it a four.
2: I'm going to give it a four.
1: I'll give it... I'll give it a four. Are you supposed to swallow this? Yeah.
2: Eventually, I think. This has to be from the Blitz. Like, a candy you can eat all night during the Blitz.
1: (laughs) I'm still trying to eat it because it's just sticking to your teeth.
2: All right. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Okay, now, being an American, I always thought a mince pie meant, like, minced meat. But that's that's not the the thing at all. Well, because they're Christmassy. Okay. So what we have here is Walkers of Scotland luxury miniature Mince pies. So it's per- a perfectly break, crumbly pastry, packed with plump, juicy vine fruits, tangy peel and spices. Who doesn't want some tangy peel? So these aren't heated. This is just out of the package. Oh, they come in. Maybe you're supposed to heat them. They come in a little muffin tin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look on the back. Let me, and let me look is- and
2: see what the suggested way of eating these is.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh, uh oh, <laughs> you're supposed to cook them. <laughs> Are they
0: safe to eat raw?
2: Yeah. Okay. Because it just says. Nah, 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 nah. Maybe we should cook them. Just to yeah, give them a fair it, chance. It's 10 seconds in the microwave.
1: Let's go pop them in there for 10 seconds. We'll pause for 10 seconds. No, let's the do potatoes. them raw. Let's roll. just do them, do them raw. Yeah. I can't. Oh, it smells terrible. Guys, I can't. It smells do this spicy.
0: Do well, you gonna tell us what's in it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I already did. I'm sorry. <laughs> he can say it's it again, we're, a, not going to it. <laughs> we're not gonna understand.
2: Buttery pastry crust. We're not gonna understand. Clump, it. juicy vine fruits, <laughs> tangy peel, and spices. There's basically raisins, orange peel, hoping and this was, spices. I hope this, I was hoping this was a savory. How pie. did y'all get this little pot off? Oh, there you it just, is. you just look.
1: pull it off. All right.
2: Yeah, I'm we'll going, it, it smells God. it smells like an air freshener. I
1: feel weird taking a bite of something that's supposed to be heated up. Well
2: it's just warm. You're not supposed to cook it. It's just like a
0: like a Lance pie or whatever those are.
1: <laughs> oh what? Oh. Little heavy. Mmm. <laughs> oh ma'am. I'm not a fan of this.
2: <laughs> it's like filled with a raisin mush. Mm,
1: <laughs> I don't like this at all, guys. This is definitely not for me. I kinda like it. I do too. <laughs> you bunch of weirdos. <laughs> I pies
0: wasted on Johnny. All right, first of all I love that it comes with a little pie tin. I love it looks like a freshly baked pie by her grandma. Okay,
2: let's explain here. Each one is probably about an inch and a half across. and the, You can heat them by cooking them in the oven for 10 to 12 minutes. <laughs> so you're going to put something an inch and a half across in your oven for 10 to 12 minutes before you eat it? How would this be heated, I wonder? I think it would just be hot.
1: I had to go my- back and rest that shortbread cookie to get that taste out of my mouth.
2: So the filling is not like my favorite
0: foods, but I love... It's kind of like a fresh baked pie. Like, it doesn't taste like a, like a little Debbie cake or something.
1: I'll go first on this one. My main issue is we didn't heat these up, and I'm a weird. I have to have food hot if it's supposed to be hot. I'm weird like that. Johnny does have a thing. And if it's not, then I I can't get into it. So I'm gonna go and throw that out there. That
2: doesn't bode well for the next (laughs) level.
1: But I, (laughs) but I do like that it comes with a little tin pan thing. That's pretty cool. That's cute. It's that's adorable. I'm going to give this uh, a two for the tin pan. Two, yeah, it's you're terrible. It's I'm, horrible.
2: I'm going to give it a seven because it's seven. I, I don't like raisins, but I like this and it, something about the crust and just the the. I eat, I eat raisins a all day
1: long for <laughs> to put that in my mouth again.
0: Derek, you're crazy. I'm giving it an eight.
1: I feel like you're doing it on purpose. I loved it. It's delicious. (laughs) You're stupid. It it tastes like a... I say this was love. It looks like a pie
0: and it tastes like a pie.
1: I say this was love for you. That's stupid. You're stupid.
0: (laughs) What was the brand?
2: That was Walker's.
0: I recommend Walker's Miniature Mince Pies.
1: No, they're not going to sponsor us. Especially when I say it's the dumbest thing I've ever... eaten (laughs) what's next?
2: Clear out your palates with this drink. All right. We've got Fentiman's Traditional Curiosity Cola. Traditional Botanical Cola beverage with herbal extracts. Curiosity Cola. But I have bad news for you. The second ingredient is fermented ginger root. What?
1: So What is it with you and ginger stuff?
2: <laughs> Yuck, UK. And the ingredient after that is beet sugar.
1: Right, now we're talking. <laughs> well, Get, I was excited. What's the
2: flavor? What's it called? Curiosity Cola.
1: Oh, because we're trying to decide what's in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: I'll this has a got a
1: great fizz. I'll take enough of this one to swallow. And give me just a little bit more. I'm going to give some confidence in this. That's good.
2: How much Any more? Diving it out here. I think y'all are being extra brave.
0: All right, it smells like dead RC Cola, which is the I least think, of all the I colors. think the ginger
1: ale from previous ones are mixing in with this cup because I'm getting yeah. a bit of ginger ale well, taste.
0: Oh, gosh. Just it no. around the cup, smell of the rim. <laughs> no, this pairs this,
1: nicely
2: with. It does it have ginger this, ale? It ice? does have ginger ale. Okay. In, so it's, no, I'm, I'm out on this one. This is worse. Oh. This is worse. Oh, than it's terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh, Take
1: a longer swig. It's
0: horrible. It tastes like. You know those off-brand colas, like, instead of Coca-Cola, it's like Kooky Cola?
1: <laughs> oh, that's <a> ter- <laughs> terrible,
0: This is like an off-brand cola uh, that's been left out to, in the car for a week and
2: got all the carbonation is gone.
1: It tastes oh. like uh,
2: uh, if you drop some Red hot in Coke, it's just cinnamony and no good. I don't like it. It's not good. It tastes like... What do you give it? Uh, oh, Curiosity it's colas. not
0: going away. Curiosity killed the cat is what I
1: say. Yeah, I'm giving this a, a one.
2: This is worse than the ginger beer for me. I'm giving it a one, too. You really think it's worse than ginger beer? Yeah,
1: ginger beer. Ginger <laughs> I think it's just
0: poor cola, and that's probably a shame to say that because it's probably somebody's favorite drink. Yeah, I'll we're... give it
2: a two. All
0: but right, next I up, would, I would
2: say on average we're not real big on these uh, and I UK loved, snacks.
0: I love Pepsi and Coke, so I'm a cola person, and it'll give you diabetes and kill you. But but I didn't like. The flavor well, it's got an
1: aftertaste.
0: You All right, everybody.
2: Grab your forks. Oh right, boy! That's what I
1: like to hear. All right, the main this course. Is, I believe this is
2: going to walk on the wild
1: side. Fork time. Fork. It's, uh, <laughs> oh no! I see the word peas. I hate peas. <laughs> Give me it's, very little. Oh, they look awful. Oh, it's
2: Bachelor's original mushy peas. Now, we has, has it. has anybody ever eaten a pea and said, "You know what this needs to be? It needs to be mushed." Like we can go to Australia <laughs> with this. <laughs> It's the number one in the UK. Number one, what peas? mushy pea? I guess. There's now, no way. Why are mushy peas? A few? See, here's the problem. I, I heated these up before we started. So, Johnny, your cold food thing. And I don't even. They don't even look like peas that have been mashed. They're odd shapes to begin with. So, right,
1: so here's the thing. I'm gonna go out on record and say I absolutely hate peas. Never liked them. Ever. 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 They taste horrendous to me. So I don't think mushing them is going to make a bunch of difference. <laughs> but for the show, I will take a bite of this. What
2: really makes me curious is they're shaped flat, like not mushy. They look
1: like green corn that's been messed up. <laughs> yeah, they're
2: shaped like corn, not peas. Yeah, I don't even understand the sentence. This is how British they
0: are. It only takes a few minutes to heat me in a pot on the hob. The hob is the stovetop.
2: Okay. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, I want to try some mushy peas. All right. There's everybody a little portion. Just grab some on your fork. If you think I'm eating all that (laughs) poison, Grab what you're willing to risk. I think I'm going to like it. (laughs) I think you're crazy because I didn't salt them or anything. All right. Cold. Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) They're exactly what they say they are. They're peas that somebody sat on and mushed them. Why would you you mush peas? I don't understand it. Man, you... I mean, I'm kind of getting hungry right now. This is the first thing we've had that's savory. (laughs) So I would eat some more just because I'm craving something that's not
1: sweet. We have different definitions of the word savory.
0: Not sweet is what I mean. Okay, this is. It's just mushy peas. Is I'll there anything us... else about it?
1: I guess us... not. I hate peas. <laughs> I'm giving this a one and a half. <laughs>
2: better than the <a> ginger beer. <laughs> but it's better than Let's the ginger out beer. On there. Oh. To just ginger have on there? at it. Nobody else wants them. Trevor's <laughs> going back for more on the peas. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a four just because being a vegetable it didn't make me gag. I mean, like. As, as something that's technically good for you if you cut out the salt.
0: Well, <clears throat> four servings in the container. I, I just don't know the point. I mean, are these better than regular peas? No, I would say they're worse than regular peas. I mean, I don't hate them. What did y'all both give them? I gave one and a half. I gave it a four. I don't hate them, but what's the point?
2: Somebody, <laughs> somebody from the UK, tell us why mushy peas. And do you have regular peas or are they all mushy? Yeah. So the ingredients
0: on their sugar added. And color. Added not much.
1: They had to add color to peas.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna say because they're less healthy than regular peas. Well, maybe not regular canned peas. I don't know. I just don't get the point. So I'm gonna give them a four and a half. But I don't hate
2: them. <clears throat> All right, guys. We're yeah. down. We're down to the last. Oh. Well, we've got a drink and two final courses. <clears throat> we're gonna do the drink, the a final course, and then a drink, and then the other one. All right, let's do it. Do you want to end with the one that I think will be the worst? Yep. Or yep. do you want to? Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, easy, easy Give answer. the fans what they want. <laughs> Alright, so up next, read
1: it out.
0: Oh, this spotted is Spotted
1: Dick Sponge. All make right, sure so you beep out that what second is word. spotted dick sponge. Every time we say spotted dick sponge, you should make sure he beeps up that middle word. Now,
2: <laughs> For record, dick is apparently an abbreviation of pudding. It used to be called puddick or pudding. Okay, So it's so, not meat. That's probably good. Yeah. So yeah. It's a Did it's Trevor a, Stop being a pudding. <laughs> it's a, it's a sponge dessert. But what makes this particular one different, or a lot of UK ones are this way, instead of being made with regular fat like oil or butter, it's made with suet. Which is apparently suet. Suet, which is apparently fat from around the kidneys of, of the animal.
1: <laughs> Suet's what I want to do when uh, this makes me sick. I want to suet the company. Here in America, <laughs> we feed suet to birds. Who, yeah. Why is your uh, toppings on okay. this and there's not on that?
2: Yeah, no, that, that was the second thing. Okay. Traditionally, in the UK, they eat a lot of the desserts with either clotted cream or Devon cream, just a like almost like a custardy cream on top of it. Yeah, that sounds but good. I didn't go in for that. I just went for the plain can That's what I've noticed. Spotted sponge. <laughs> All right. So, we got to go to review as a base. All right. Make sure you get some of the, the raisins or whatever that is in there. Oh, cool. It smells good.
3: I guess
1: it... it does smell much better next. Than... Oh, no. I dropped it on my shirt. You
2: ready? Yep, let's go. a date.
1: Oh, it's very mushy. Really mushy. Mushier than that peas we just had. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. I don't
2: know. I don't think mm. this is the worst, but I'm having a really hard time getting it down. Here's the like, thing.
1: The longer that it stays in my mouth, the worse it tastes. I know,
2: but I can't swallow it because it's still too...
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, Trevor loves all this. Trevor's getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I just bit off another piece of it. Trevor will eat terrible stuff no matter how hungry he is. I think it would be
0: okay with some icing or something on top it. Needs, it
1: needs icing back.
2: Okay, I should have sprung the $4 for the cream to go
0: on $4? <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. I don't even want to know we spent all this. Patrons... Hang on with us for one more month, we've got to pay for this crap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this Oh. I give us a three. I'm gonna give it a three too, because I mean, with sugar and what should be a dessert, it should be so much better than that.
1: Yeah. I feel good with the
2: three.
0: It was very below
2: average to me. And there's yeah. a there's a lot of sugar in there. Yeah. Alright. It should look better.
1: What gives me concerned though was he feels this was the best of the two that are left. <laughs> oh, by far this is the best of the two that are left. Oh
2: no. Alright. <clears throat> so now we have the last drink. It's Fenemans traditional dandelion and burdock soda.
1: I swear, if there's more ginger ale in this, I'm going to scream. let me check
2: the ingredient. Yes, the second ingredient is again fermented ginger root. Do they just put wow. ginger ale over there?
1: What's the deal with ginger ale?
2: But okay, so this dandelion and burdock is a traditional drink in the UK, but apparently most of them now use artificial flavoring for the dandelion and burdock. But what makes Phenomen special is they still use dandelion root and oh. burdock root so this is like for the flavoring. That's
1: like when you can go to some countries and get Coke, it still uses real sugar.
2: Except they're yeah. using real nasty ingredients instead of real good ingredients. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I don't know why ginger has to be in everything. I guess that's a thing.
2: I'm, I'm guessing when you botanically brew something, you need it <sighs> for flavor. Let's get it over with. I'm, I can't get it open.
1: Oh, my goodness. He just smelled it and said that. Just so. You well,
2: know. it smells yeah. like cream soda, and that's... I can't stand cream soda.
1: It does. It smells like, it smells like cough syrup,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which me. is what I think cream soda smells like. Mm. Oh, god! Never <laughs> likes <laughs> it again. It's, 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 I'm <laughs> smelling it. It smells
0: good. It's tart. It does smell
2: It smells good if you were out in a spring yard. It doesn't smell good in a cup. No, we'll try it. God. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. The aftertaste is horrible. This is the worst thing we've had. Am I am I right in saying this? Yeah. There's a weed in there. Is dandelion a weed? Yeah. yeah. Dandelion, you're is the yellow. Young... <laughs> That's the quote oh. of the show. Is there a weed in there?
0: No. It goes down like a flower, but then it tastes like a weed coming out. Alright.
1: I got <laughs> I got a little out. bit laughter when we try to chug this and see how I do. <laughs> this is gonna to be tough.
0: It tastes like Robitussin and cough syrup. I couldn't get it all the way. It does, it tastes like, yeah, <laughs> like Robitussin it cough it syrup.
2: It's very medicinal. It's and it's awful. Oh, gosh. Ugh. I love soda. I tried to quit soda. How do you make I soda couldn't.
1: terrible? England's done it three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh. To
2: be fair, it's Finnamens. Maybe the yeah. rest of England is fine. I
1: love you, England. I truly do. You got some awesome stuff, but gum, your sodas are terrible. <laughs> All right.
2: Now, here's the one I was in the store thinking, should I buy this? Because I know, I know Johnny won't even try it. Wait, cause... should we re-rate the soda? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh,
1: yeah. 0.5. 0.5. Y'all were
0: rough. That was terrible. Did you say zero? <laughs> yeah. how uh, I give it a one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the lowest one, isn't it? Yeah, that's even lower than the
2: ginger beer. I know, Johnny's not necessarily picky with his food, it's just... He's picky with his food. There's just certain things he won't try. That's true. Which, I mean, it, there's nothing that's,
1: wrong... That's not true. The things that I don't like, I have tried before. You did eat oh, yeah. 30-year-old Ninja Turtles chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> On top of that, I already know I hate peas, and I did eat okay. peas. Yeah. yeah,
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess that was my preconceived notion, so I wasn't sure if I should even buy this. But it is a traditional British food. Have you ever heard of kipper's? I have, and I think it's not a good
1: thing. No, but, I think, but I'm so, very afraid.
2: Kippers is a fish. And, oh no! And they I'm they're small. They're small fish, and they catch them, and they cold smoke them. So they're not they're cooked, but they're cooked over a very low temperature for a long time and cured by the smoke. So kind of like sardines. So, yeah, similar to sardines. All right, I
1: hate sardines for the record. <laughs> but. Oh. No, I am not liking this one bit. This so let me is just like say,
0: I, to a fault, am like a trash can. I will eat anything. That's true. But I'm weird about seafood. Like it has to be good for me to like it. So this yeah. is going uh, to be hard.
1: I felt the second this touches my... Do we have a cracker to eat this on?
2: <laughs> I can give you an digestive biscuit. Uh,
1: can you give me that one thing with the good stuff in the middle of it a little <laughs> time? you <laughs> the trash can?
2: Teacher <laughs> you Kipper Oh, Lord.
0: Oh. Don't spill it all over yourself. It's, it's gonna be nasty. It stinks. Here. You can put it over there. <laughs> Oh, that looks terrible. Oh,
1: get you a kipper. Oh, look at that. Don't spill it everywhere. Here, like, give him a plate. Is right there a right plate here? Oh,
0: okay. Um, I'll get you. I uh, think you smell <coughs> it everywhere. It's never gonna. <coughs> come. The smell's gonna be
2: here. <coughs> here. here. Can You all not smell it yet? No. Oh, <laughs> oh there it <laughs> is. Oh, yeah. It smells like a fish <laughs> I got it. it smells like a dead fish. Oh gosh. Don't get that close.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. There it goes. It'll hit you. When it hits you, it hits oh, you. The whole basement smells like that now. Now, mm. case in point, overall, if fish is cooked, I love fish. Yeah. This this I have ooh, reservations We're Better about. not be bones in
2: this. What I've just realized is that Trevor has a Pepsi and Johnny has a Sprite, and all I have is dandelion <laughs> and burdock soda. My Sprite
1: is empty, just for the record. <laughs> I, have a, but I do got well. one behind you that I think I'm going to grab. Don't throw up in my basement. <laughs> I'm giving you no promises. <laughs> here's a plate in case you
2: needed to spit anything out <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright Derek I will gladly share my sprite with you if it comes to-
0: it is this like
2: one here I just oh my gosh it's hard this is horrible Derek just get me a piece we're out. surgically not- removing the kipper it smells so bad I, I probably oh it I don't of, like oh I don't like Outlook. god it oh, smells awful it's the black stuff on the I'm not even on. wasting a plate on this yeah. You know what you well, I I'm just giving you that in case you needed a cup or oh, something. God. Here.
1: Put it on the paper towel, please. Oh I Don't oh, you dare give me that much. I don't know if
0: I can do this. <laughs> I can eat fish, but this just smells so bad. It smells like it's been dead for well, it has been dead for months probably. I don't I don't I don't, I don't I don't like is this. Is that even enough to taste? <laughs> He's gotta try a bite now. It's enough to smell, i tell you that. He's Mike. gotta try a bite. Give him a better bite now. <laughs> you know. This is enough. You gotta have a bite this big. You did that to
2: yourself. Here, get what you want off <laughs> of that. Good Lord. I just gave oh, your... look
1: at the back of it. Look <laughs> at the bottom that's of it.
2: The skin. Don't look at the skin. Oh, that's on all of it, isn't it? Yep. Let me let me try to look at the back of the can. Was I supposed to eat this? <laughs> nope.
1: So it was cooked. What
2: technically? Yep. What are you not supposed to it eat? It smells like fish food. You're good on all of it. Alright. Alright, here we go. I don't know if I can. There's nothing <laughs> nothing else we can say about it. Let's uh, go.
1: Three, two, one, we ate old chewing all two of them. was the best. I mean this whole me, chunk. I'm
2: opening the jar of pink ginger just in case I need something. Yeah, let me get the special ready. It's <laughs> a piece, made. We're going
1: to sit in Alright, are we ready? Here we go. <laughs> Eating
0: with my hands like an animal.
1: Three, two, one. <laughs> Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. The longer it's in your mouth, the worse it is. It's not as bad as I thought it'd be. Is it? <laughs> Derek, just spit it out. <laughs>
0: I got. Uh, it's hard to swallow after you chewed it away. Okay. Uh.
2: Try a little more, John. It almost tastes a little bit like beet jerky. It's saving me by thinking about okay, beet jerky. Uh, see, and that's where I was. I was fine because. It's mostly smoky and salty, Mm -hmm. but then I got to thinking of one time as a kid, we were walking around. There's this place called the China Sea Aquarium, Mm -hmm. which was a place where you could buy fish for your aquarium tank, Mm. and I was eating beef jerky. Oh, really? (laughs) At least that's what came to my head. I don't know if it actually happened. So I got this visual picture in my head of me walking around an aquarium store eating beef
1: jerky, and it was just too much to swallow. So here's here's my issue. So Derek's the only one that spit it out. Johnny, you didn't spit it out. No, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all, if I'm being honest. I'm going to give this a two. A two? Yeah. I give it a two. It didn't make me vomit, but I felt I was close. <laughs> that's pretty high <high-rated. laughs> But I give it a two because I like, I'm confused because I like things that taste smoky. Yeah. But also, I hate any type of fish that's in a can. Just can't, just can't do it. So I, I give it a, you know what? Knock it down one and a half. <laughs> one and a half.
2: I don't think I'm allowed to vote since I didn't swallow it. No, you still boating. Is that you a zero? It. Since you spit it out? No, I'm gonna go with a one because if I didn't get that mental picture in my head, I would. I wouldn't have spit it out. I think I'm gonna try another nibble before I tell you
0: because it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be.
1: Trevor, yeah. I see your dinner there. You could eat that fish yeah. and just smash peas. He's, he's
2: got a whole plate <laughs> of peas and some fish. And, yeah, and like if you're comparing this to sardines, this is probably ten times better than sardines.
1: So I, w- I would eat this over sardines. I'm beginning to wonder what that is up there. I don't like it. That's what it is. You know what?
0: It's probably loaded with sodium in it. Oh, I'm sure. It's got to be. It's loaded with fat, oddly enough. Really?
1: Yeah. That just burnt like that. Like, totally rude. Sorry. Excuse me. I forgot we were recording. Okay, it's I just like
0: tried it. another bite, and here's my thing. If this were a healthy food, like Trevor, you've eaten too many McDonald's hamburgers. You're going on a diet. Here's your can of Kipper for lunch. I would rate this decently. But if it's unhealthy, I'm there's no way I'm eating this again. Okay,
2: see, now, oddly enough, yeah. it has almost no sodium in it. Really? There's 220 milligrams for the entire can. So that's, that's not I mean, much. that's almost none. Just a few percent of what you need today. But it has 15 grams of fat per serving. And there's two servings in this container. 30 grams So of there's fat 30 in there. grams of fat in here. And I didn't even know fish could be that fatty. Usually fish
0: is considered a healthy food. That's, what? What, that's right. If this is a healthy food and I'm not convinced that it is,
1: then are, I think I would be okay with it. What are you giving it?
0: Y'all going to think I'm crazy. I'm giving it a five. You are oh, crazy. You that's are the dumb. dumbest thing you're dumb. I, I would eat another nibble of it. Well, here, have the whole can.
2: All right. It's Just all for you. Avoid that part. I spit out.
1: All right. So overall, <laughs> I feel that the raspberry short cookie was the best.
2: Yep. Jamie Dodgers win it. Yep. There's, hey, there's your uh, retro the math. retro gaming snack. If you're in the UK, like, stick, stick with Jamie Dodgers.
0: So the lowest rated, the ginger beer got a total of five from all three of us com- combined. Sorry, I'm having indigestion. The curiosity cola got a four combined. The dandelion and burdock soda was the loser by far, with a 1.5 combined. So the drinks were worse than anything else? Yeah, seriously.
2: <laughs> Avoid it if it says Fentimins. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, Jamie Dodgers win. The Kippers were a surprise hit for me because it was supposed to be the most disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and it's the only one Derek threw up. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's been blast. <laughs> I just had me another nibble of Kipper. He did. We're going to... Derek and I are going to excuse ourselves so we don't vomit watching Trevor eat the rest of this food. Yeah. Uh, if you're in England, I'm sorry. Times are tough, apparently, still. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's food over here that they think is really weird and not good. So. Yeah. Uh, Please tell
0: me that's $3.99 and not $39.99. <laughs> it was $3.99, but it was also on clearance.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. All right. Okay. So th- thanks for joining us. We appreciate you all. Stay tuned. I'm not sure exactly if we're gonna release the next one next week or maybe a week after we we'll probably wait two weeks there
0: our final episode we're gonna give you time to respond we're gonna read all your comments about the show um, I send say then anything
1: you want to about the show right so it's gonna get yeah. it's gonna take at least two weeks yeah all right, so thanks for joining us we appreciate all of you stay tuned to possibly the last episode of a retro bliss. Um, uh, I don't know if you want to leave any words of wisdom Trevor um don't be a spotted dick
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>